0: Welcome to the latest edition of the TetraCast RPG Sites podcast. My name is Zach Grease, I'm your host. We have a lot to talk about today, but first I want to introduce my guests. Joining us as always is first Adam Vitale. Hey, how's it going? Hello, and Josh Torres is also joining us.
1: We live in a post-uncovered world now.
0: Yes, we're all uncovered and feeling very vulnerable. And then finally to join us to talk about that as well is Aaron Van Dyne. Great. So we'll get to Uncovered Final Fantasy fifteen the event, uh, a little bit later. But first off, we've got some games to talk about. And so first off, um, now this is a game that um, has sort of a weird localization issue going on where it's that, isn't it like experience is localizing, or did anyway, the Xbox One version. But the PlayStation editions is from Nice America. Adam, you were yeah. Stranger of Sword City.
2: Yeah. So first of all, like the games we're talking about today are all pretty niche stuff that recently came out or is going coming coming out soon. Uh, so yeah, I, I I've actually finished Stranger of Sword City, which if you're not familiar with it, it's uh, it's a dungeon crawler RPG. So it's it's kind of in the wizardry vein, uh, first person crawling through dungeons, class system, kind of with those D and D style like rules. But yeah, it. So it was announced by Nice America a while back and it was set to release in late March and they were localizing the Vita version um, and then after that Experience who is the uh, Experience as the developer they they make a bunch of these dungeon crawler type games they then they were, were self-publishing and localizing the Xbox 1 version uh, which is a little bit odd and then those were set to come out on the same day actually so The Vita version by Nisa and the Xbox One version by Experience themselves. And then the Vita version was delayed a month. So the Xbox One version has been out a while now. Vita version doesn't come out until next mm, couple weeks from now, anyway. Yeah,
0: uh, just to be clear, by the way, Andrea is covering the Xbox One version for us. Adam, of course, you're covering the Vita version.
2: Oh, I didn't know that. Yes, now you do. Well, if she needs any tips, I've beaten it. So Uh anyway, uh, so yeah, this is Experience's third localized game. Uh, the first one was Demon Gaze, which came out on Vita two years ago. Uh, and then they had Operation Abyss last year. And these were all localized by Nice America. And then Stranger of Sword City this year. And if you play Demon Gaze, even though this game looks like... It visually looks nothing like it. Um, it's got a very different art style, or at least one of the art styles. It it feels like Demon Gaze in a different wrapper. Okay. Um, so what it is... Is a it's a dungeon crawler, so it's the type of game where you create your own party, you roll their, you roll their own stats, and you can basically uh, coordinate your party based on different classes, different races that have different bonuses to different stats. So you basically have full control over how you are going to, you know, t- how you're going to play the game and how you're going to strategize and all that. Um, so the premise of this game is that you, your character, is from the real world. Um, this is a normal high schooler, I think, and then you're on a plane, and then some weird phenomenon, explosion, crash thing happens, and then you end up in kind of this alternate world in a mysterious place called Sword City. Um, and this you're not sounds the familiar.
3: Mm. I'm sorry, hmm.
2: this is I don't know what it sounds familiar to, but. Uh, and you're not the only one. Um, seems like there's been a number of people that this has happened to. And they call these people strangers. So that's kind of the title, Stranger of Sword City. And- Bunch yeah, of foreigners is what they are. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then the story of this game, the narrative, it actually, it's, it's not as narrative heavy as some of Experience's other titles. It takes a backseat a, a lot of the time. Um, but really the general overall structure of the game is actually kind of SMT-ish in that there are there are three factions. There's kind of like the Strangers, and then there's um, medal Company, and then there's, uh, I forget their name, but they're like the, the Royal Knights. And you ultimately kind of have to choose uh, which one you want to support. And depending on which one you support, you're, the, some of the uh, party abilities you get are a little bit different. Um, but it, it is pretty, it is kind of SMT light. It's not, it's not as law neutral chaos as, as, those, as those tend to be. But there's a little bit of a branching path thing that, that you get there. So
0: is the gameplay a lot similar to Demon Gaze, like that, that same vein? I mean, you covered Operation I'm sorry, Uh, uh yeah. this as well.
2: Yeah, I've, I've, I've played all these games. Yeah, so. you covered all of them actually, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it. uh, it's, it's more similar to Demon Gaze. Um, it's actually kind of funny because, like, some of the in-game icons, um, and terminology are exactly the same. Um, and it's, it's, it's kind of weird to see that because the art style, let me just mention this quickly, there are two different art styles you can pick. One, the original art style is, it's a pretty, uh, artsy, it's not, it's hard to describe this, but it's, it's not very, like, typical for Japanese very westernized game. kind of style yeah it's like a westernized kind of maybe like reminds you of wizardry yeah but, i was, just, I yeah, was thinking yeah. about that um very classic. and then they in in more recent versions of this game which is what we're getting they have a they have an alternate art style that's more of a generic anime one which to be honest i have no idea why you would ever pick that um but there's that option too um but anyways, it's kind of funny because you see these icons that if you play Demon Gaze, it looks so familiar. Like, wow, it's like for your different weapons and equipment. It's like it's the same item names and everything. So it feels like it's Demon Gaze in a different wrapper. Um,
0: same like with the traps and things like that, like when you're actually walking around in oh, the environments.
2: Yeah, so it's a dungeon crawler. So it's, it's kind of Etrian Odyssey-ish in that you go into a, a, lo- a dungeon, a location. It's first person, uh, and you are kind of maneuvering around in first person, with little map screen, um, grid by grid, you know that you're navigating through. Yeah. Uh, and there are little icons on the map that that uh, initiate battles. Um, so it, it works in very much the same way. Unlike a Train Odyssey, there's you don't have like uh, you don't have like Foes, and you don't have you can't like put icons or uh, notes on the map. It's just kind of more t- more typical than that. Are uh, there
1: still, like, random encounters when you're exploring the dungeon? Like,
2: not not fun. not that many. Yeah, yeah,
1: you
0: notice, like, a lot of these Japanese games don't really take advantage of the Vita screen that much. It's usually just, like, very small things. Like, you can tap the mini-map to make it bigger or something. It'd be kind of cool if you could draw on it, but that clearly doesn't... No,
2: it, it's... Yeah, that's one thing Etrean Odyssey does as well, is, you know, kind of drawing on the map, writing your own notes for, like, there's a trap here, or there's yeah. a door here, or... or something, yeah. Yeah, but this one, it just maps out as you walk across it. Um... And it, ha- it does have some of those uh, it does have some of those conveniences like once you have mapped out a, uh, a dungeon if you need to go to a certain room you can open up the map click what spot you want to go to and do like an auto travel and then your guy like runs uh, with kind of crazy speed to that point in the map automatically so it, a couple of conveniences like that now one of the awkward things about demon gaze that it did kind of uniquely uh, one of the few was how you gained equipment. Rather than just, like, getting equipment from item drops from enemies, uh, you go to certain places on the map. And this is Demon Gaze, not Stranger of Sword City. But you go to certain places on the map, and you kind of deposited gems that you picked up into a portal, and then you had a chance to pick up loot. It was I didn't really like how it was handled, um, but that's how it did it. So it was a little bit different. I don't think any other game kind of works quite like that. So if you wanted to get like a katana, you would take a katana gem, throw it into the portal, and then you had a chance of getting a, a katana. It could be a really, really nice one. It could have been a, a piece of junk. It so kinda... what's, okay. the,
0: what's like the variety of the different characters that you can add to your party? Because the good thing about like Demon Gaze was like there was tons yeah. and tons and tons of different portraits oh, you could use.
2: Oh, yeah. I'll get to that in a second. Sure. Uh, Stranger of Sword City, its equipment system, it once again feels like Demon Gaze. In that uh, you go to a certain point on the map, but instead of throwing a portal, what you do is you ambush an enemy. So it kind of initiates uh, an encounter that honestly works basically just like any normal RPG battle. Only at the end of the battle, you have a chance of getting a treasure chest and picking up an item. The one th- the one way in which it's kind of different is that it's it's uh, which items show up is really even more random. So. You, you don't you don't have like a gem that you throw into a portal you just kind of fight these battles and you you'll you'll see like oh if i fight this battle i'll get a a bow or if i fight this battle i'll get a headgear um so it was if you're if you're looking for uh trying to upgrade your equipment you basically go to these ambush spots and just kind of fight battles over and over again and i kind of wish it was a little bit more uh intricate than that but that's how it works
0: sounds like it's super grindy but that's kind of what dungeon oh. crawlers are
2: <laughs> yeah it's it's a little bit grindy uh Anyways, yeah. you, asked, you asked about portraits. I, I, there are, like, more than 80 different portraits you can choose from. Oh, jeez. Uh, oh, man. good Lord. A bunch of different, you know, humans, elves, dwarves, the normals, things, uh, all these different. Uh, and that's both art styles um, in, included. Uh, so you, there's tons of different types of styles you can choose from. Uh, some of them don't even seem to like mesh very well with the rest of the art in the game with like the actual game characters, but you can choose whatever and you can even choose your gender separate from your portrait. Um, <laughs> this seems okay. kind of odd. like clearly a woman, but playing as a Yeah, game. Yeah. You can, you can, you can kick a, You can pick a character who is yes, clearly female and then have whatever gender. Are those now,
1: portraits uh, separate from, like, do you have eighty portraits for, like, the Western style, eighty portraits for the anime style? No, or is they're it, like, all... Uh,
2: uh, I believe you can, like, if you wanted to, you could play the game uh, in the... Because I think the, the art style mostly goes for the in-game characters, not anything else, like the monsters or anything like that, So mm-hmm. the, like the story characters. But I believe there are portraits in both art styles so you, if you wanted to, you could have your in-game characters be in, like, the wizardry art style and then have your character be, like, sticking out in this anime. <laughs> that's
3: that's style. kind of fantastic. All right. <laughs> it's like, I get
0: just showed up. i literally a foreigner in this world. And so, like, oh, does gender play a role in the... In, or is it just, like, the way it, the characters address you?
2: Uh, just the way the characters address you. I think it has some small bearing on some hidden stats, but otherwise, nothing major. Oh, okay. Now, uh, the last thing I want to say about this game for now is that uh, it's not an easy game.
0: That's what I was going to ask Neskia, yeah, the difficulty ramp, because Demon Gaze was really Demon hard. Gaze,
2: Demon Gaze uh, had some really, really annoying bosses. Yeah. Where, first of all, I believe every boss in Demon Gaze like, had a regeneration ability. Yeah. So you had to, you can't just play it safe and like buff all your guys, you know, and like, you know, you can't, you actually had to like, in order to in order to win you had to you had to do enough damage over time and you couldn't they would they would heal if you took too long so you had to like do it quickly and sometimes you know lower your defenses to get that to work and also demon gaze had those uh, those uh, demons the tertiary little party members and it, there was a lot of dependence on what they decided to do that you had no control over it <laughs> right. felt was really annoying did you play demon gaze do you remember that
1: mm-hmm. i remember that
2: So, like, I remember one of them was Mars, who was, like, the damage dealer. And basically, you just hope, like, Mars, just do your strong attack. Just do the one that does the (laughs) most damage. Do it every turn, as much as you can. Sometimes they just stick around and do whatever they want. Yeah, you're
1: just up to the mercy of the AI at uh, few key spots.
2: Now, Operation Abyss didn't have any of this, but Operation Abyss was a lot easier of a game. It was actually kind of pathetically easy. This one, I think, is a good compromise. Um... Mm -hmm. In place of the demons, there's like these party skills that you get that you can activate. They're dependent on which faction you're supporting. Okay. Um, and these are things like, uh, if you use this party skill, your hit uh, stat and your avoid stat raise ten points for the next three turns. Which that that one that's honestly like a really 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 useful one um, in the way these wizardry games work. So um, would it
1: be like uh, beneficial to have to build a party around uh, a certain faction bonus in that game?
2: Not really. Um, well, maybe. Like for instance, the metal company has some bonuses that increase defense. So, like if you decided not to use like a knight character, maybe uh, you would use these defense bonuses. Like if you wanted to use those skills all the time, those party skills. But otherwise, it, it I don't. It's it's pretty flexible, I guess. Um, but what I was going to say is that this game is it can get pretty difficult certain boss battles. Uh, are kind of uh difficulty spikes like you might be going through a dungeon having no problems at all and then at the end of it you fight a boss and you get totally creamed um and there were a couple of places where uh i had to like just sit around for a bit and like okay i need to just get some new items get you know level up once or twice and just kind of battle things in the dungeon which isn't ideal um grind it, it kind of yeah it's kind of a grind um
0: that's a dungeon crawler, though. That's kind so that's, of the fun kind of, of the, it, too. That's kind of the
2: point, is you're, yeah. you're, you're supposed to be looting and getting better equipment and things like that. So if you just, like, go from beginning to end uh, without stopping, it's, it's, you know, you're, you're not going to be equipped to take on some of these guys. So I did appreciate that. However, the penalty for a character losing uh, all their HP in this game is kind of crazy high. Wow. So <laughs> how it works is if a character dies... Um, okay, i'll I'll just state this as simply as I can. I think. So a, a character can have like three life points. So they have one, two, or three life points. And if they die, they'll lose one of them. If they Ooh. die again, if they die again, they'll lose the second one. And if they die a third time, they are they vanish and they're gone forever. It's permanent. Oh, oh. Um, and it, some some characters don't have three. They might have only two, or maybe even only one life point maximum. It depends on their age. Uh, oh, okay, interesting. Uh, but anyways, so if you have a character and you're fighting a boss battle and then one of your character dies and you beat the boss, it's like, okay, that's fine. But they lost a life point, so they only have one instead of two or whatever. Uh, in order to get that life point back, you either have to pay an exorbitant amount of money.
3: Let's <laughs> go figure. Like, Always good.
2: It's, it's literally like 80% of your cash or oh. you have to you have to have them like sit out for a while. Um, <sighs> you take them out of your party. That's and tough to, towards
0: the end of the game, I bet.
2: <laughs> yeah, especially when you have like you you have a party of six, and if you have to take a, if you take a character out, you know you you, or you usually have you know six party members that are that coordinated well that you've taken time to equip and they they work well together. You, last thing you want to do is take one out for like twenty or thirty battles. Right. Uh, so oh. What I ended up doing was like if I ever got to the point where a character died, I just reset. Like I don't want to deal with this stupid penalty. I just I'll just try again. <laughs> it, it was it was it was it, it just was, I was going to say like couldn't
0: you do something where it's like you had to put up with that but then you go to like a low-level dungeon and then just spend time there or something?
2: Uh, you could, I guess. Yeah, that's the only but, way I
0: can think of to avoid that and still continue I, on.
2: It, it just the, the 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 idea of taking a party member out to like have them rest to get their life point back, and having to like like slide in like a, a newbie character or whatever that you made uh, like not only just the the mostly just the time that would take like I'll just reset and try the boss battle again. Uh, now I guess I should mention you can't save like in the dungeons. You can only save <sighs> outside of them.
0: Oh, that's the worst. I need dungeon crawlers that save anytime I want them to. <laughs>
2: Uh, And you get, kind of like most of these dungeon crawlers, you do get shortcuts and warp points and things like that. Um, I think I've talked about this game long enough, probably. But the last thing I'll say, I I mentioned earlier how this story kind of takes a back seat uh, for most of the game. What your main goal (laughs) is during this game is that you're fighting, you're 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 searching these various dungeons, and you're you're looking for these kind of like semi-boss demons. Um, They're called uh, lineage demons. They're actually very similar to the variants in Operation Abyss, and D- Demon Gaze probably had something similar as well. Yeah, so, I that. Yeah, yeah, so you kind of just are n- navigating through these dungeons, looking for these lineage bosses. Um, so there's there's a lot of like what are effectively boss fights in the game. Um, and then once you've kind of collected enough of these, then you can kind of do like the next story segment uh, and things like that. But th- while there are... Uh, <laughs> You know, a handful of cutscenes throughout the game. Well, not really cutscenes, like dialogue scenes. Um, most of the time, it's kind of navigating and looking for these bosses to kill. So the dungeon are there, mu-
1: are there multiple endings?
2: Yes, there are three different endings, so depending on which faction you faction? took. Faction. Okay. I only got I got the neutral ending, which is the ending where you. Uh, it's
1: the best it's, ending in any any game. The well, I mean,
2: like, it, I think that's kind of the obvious one. Like, you can either uh, join up with the other strangers. Or you can join up with these other factions and like, mm-hmm. well, I'll, I'll, I think the Stranger is kind of like your own kind who are in the same predicament as your character. I don't know. That felt like the one to go for it. Mm-hmm. I don't know how the other endings are. All right. So that's
0: Stranger of Sword City. Adam, you're going to have a review up for that soon? Yep. All right. Great. Okay. So um, that is out. That's already out. So you guys can pick it up on the Vita and the Xbox uh, One. Well, I, don't said, in, said two weeks, right? I
2: don't think it comes out for, for Vita until like the end of April. It was v- delayed.
0: Oh, that's right. It got delayed. Okay, that's what I was thinking because I was, I was expecting it to both be out by now because I think the embargo lifted a long time ago. So, great. All right, thanks a lot Adam, for your report about Stranger of Sword City. Now, Josh, uh, yep. I got to check out a little bit of this with you uh, not mm-hmm. too long ago. You've been playing Knights of Azure, the new Gust game that is an original IP. That I is hate- not
1: an Atelier game.
0: Yes. Trying that's- to
1: wrap your mind ahead of <laughs> around that for a second yes
0: sony like familiarity is the awesome soundtrack but um it's an action rpg that yeah. it's not too far removed from games like folklore i know i, I kind of it's not quite like that it's game, not, it's not really like
1: folklore it. it's more it's more like if you remember the ps2 uh action game chaos legion it's it's kind of reminiscent yes. of that chaos legion everyone
0: wants to remember chaos legion i like chaos legion all right don't talk shit about it oh the game is a mess all right so <laughs> uh well okay so you, you were playing some of it how far along are you i'm
1: okay. i'm about near the end of the game just okay. about one or two chapters out so i there's a bunch of. You- uh, it's an interesting game like uh it's very much, you know, that Gus art style. It looks like Arnold Surge, uh, yes. as you mentioned uh, when you were checking it out with me. Yeah. Um, the, the backdrop of it is you have, like, kind of this uh, Romeo and Juliet style of, like, star-crossed lovers. Um, both the uh, heroines, uh, Arnis, uh, Arnis and Lise are kind of this weird predicament. Because in the world of this game, uh, back then, many years ago before this game started, there was uh, this uh, ultimate fiend called the Night Lord who was about to plunge uh, the eternal night into the world. Should have been bad stuff for basically him wiping off humanity. Um, and then so when the first saint, like kind of that uh, first one who took out the night lord, uh, took him out, like the night lord's uh, blue blood spread everywhere. And whoever comes to contact with this blue blood becomes a fiend. And the uh, area that got most affected with this was this uh, uh, region on uh, called Bruce Wall Island. And uh, when the game opens up you have our or Arnis from the curia who serves curia uh arrived to roosevelt island meaning her uh best friend the now the predicament here is that the uh, lease is the now the saint uh for this modern era and has to uh basically sacrifice her life to you know seal off the night and uh get rid of the night lord this uh, of course this might be a temporary solution uh, because this is uh, a cyclical thing that
0: she's getting rid of sin. You're saying?
1: <laughs> yes, exactly. It's it's the story. sounds so But but unlike you know FF10, you know Ar- Arnis is uh, has a very is very attached to yes. Uh So she has this very conflicting emotions of like she doesn't want to sacrifice her best friend uh, to seal off the night and such. And with, with Arnis, she's a half human, half demon. So she can actually, you know, combat the fiends of the night, unlike uh, other humans uh, around. So you can you have these uh, certain familiars called Servants that you control. You can have uh, four out on the field at any time, and uh, they're summoned uh, via a face button on PS4 controller. All the servants are vastly different from one another in terms of like their purpose and what function they serve in battle. Yeah. Some can heal you, some can give you buffs, some are really good like long range attackers, like mage types, some are really good close attackers. Um, and they call uh, various shapes and sizes and whatnot. Uh, I think a, I was a little disappointed in like, a good handful of them are just like reskins and recolors of like the same model already. There's, there's a decent yeah. amount, but uh, that's okay. You gain new servants by uh, acquiring uh, new fetishes to u- actualize them from, <laughs> and whatnot. Unfortunately, you can't like really rename them.
0: Actualize? Uh, you mean uh, that, so they're formed out of like items you collect? Yes, exactly. Okay.
1: Items called fetishes. So when you first summon them, you can't really customize their name in, in terms of like typing it in. You, it comes from a pool of names, which actually comes to, it gets pretty amusing. Yeah, uh, it's all randomly generated. Of, yeah. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Well, it comes from a pool, it's not really randomly generated because you can see it loop back around on the names. In terms of battle, like uh, we mentioned earlier, it's an action RPG. You control Arnis uh, and her Servans. The servants are only AI controlled. You can't take control of them. They follow you around. You can give them basic commands like say, hey, follow me or rampage through the enemy. They have their own MP bars. Uh, so when you like activate them, they do their special skill. Like the healer one does like a mega heal that heals everyone uh, on your team to nearly full. Uh, you have ones that like go through a flurry of slashes, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And you can uh, make really interesting combinations to, to battle because you can have like a like a melee oriented team or a, a mage one or mix and match it up. Or maybe you want a team that only you know supports Arnis and like you're doing the main uh, attacking. Okay, yeah.
3: What
2: is there a certain game that this reminds you of? Well, he said Chaos Legion. Oh, uh, it's reminding me. It's this. This is sounding really familiar to some other game I've played, and it's not Chaos Legion in terms of like uh, having these these you know self controlling you know minions and how oh, how, they, oh, <laughs> and like... how they and how they and how they and how they behave you know and how and how you have to kind of coordinate like which ones are out at, at certain times in order to like. Like keep yourself healed, or maybe you might have a different set of four if you're trying to do more damage or whatever. So I don't know. It just reminds me of something familiar that I can't. Well,
3: recall.
1: <laughs> I feel like I know what you're talking about too. Now you got me <laughs> thinking. The but there's a there's a lot of cool concepts in this game, and I think they they'll be better realizing this because why I love a lot of like the base systems in this game. Uh, it's it's a bit janky because, like the leveling system, in this game is very. Uh, limited, for example, like the max level for either Servan or you is level 10, and bo- both you and the Servants share like different ways of leveling up. With the Servants, it's uh, a bit like a, this traditional RPG style. Like after you go out in a in a run, uh, after you come back to your hub, this hotel, this end hotel. Uh, that's when you got registered, like, you know their experience points. Having them out uh, more often will get them more experience points. But they're still passive experience bonuses, even if you don't use, like, a, a party of Servants. Oh, so, okay. they, they, yeah, they level up, uh, and then, you know, there's their main stats of HP, SP, attack, and defense level up. And at certain level ups, you can choose one or two, like, uh, skills uh, they can have. It's mostly passive, whether it's like uh, raising, like, a base uh, stat or either having a passive bonus for the party, like an HP regen, or uh, keeping like your combo chain up uh, a lot easier. Uh, on the other hand, uh, you, the player, Arnis, uh, levels up through uh, acquiring blood. Because since you're half demon, they, they kind of uh, interpret that as like you're kind of like a half vampire-ish. Yeah. So the blood and um, the coins are like your main currency of the game, the two main currencies. Blood is used to level Arnis up, and when you level her up, it's you get. Sometimes you get the ability to like use a use a new weapon, but it also unlocks skills to purchase. So when you level up Arnis, it's not that you don't acquire those skills; they're just uh, available for you to purchase now. And so oh. how you, and how you purchase them isn't even with coins too. You you have another set of stats that's uh, charm, uh, stamina and two others, a spirit, and I forgot the other one. And that that set of stats, you acquire either by level up or doing daytime activities. And the real bummer for this is that those daytime activities are only just, they, they automatically get done after you go for a night run. You don't actually go out into the world and see what the world looks like and during the daytime. You're always out, you only see the world uh, during nighttime. The only time you get to see it during the day is like these little artwork portraits that uh, shows what you were doing at that daytime activity. So that's kind of a little bit of a bummer that's always during nighttime. You don't get to actually see what the the world is actually like, what kind of people live on this island, what do they think about this whole thing, and whatnot. The only NPCs you really interact with are in the hotel, uh, which is about maybe a grand total of three, maybe four.
0: Those four, yeah, because you got the two guys and the bartender and then her.
1: Yeah, and her. And then you have the cat also that's kind of oh more kind of, important to, more important to the plot than one might expect yeah i imagine
0: <laughs> like cats yeah. are usually in jrpgs so um with that game then so it's it has has the gameplay changed as much over time or is it kind of the same thing over and over again until like towards and the end of the game
1: like the bo- the boss in it are kind of interesting in terms of like what their moveset are their animations but it, it's still the same kind of tactic that I, i'm Fine. There, there is like some boss battles that have unique quirks in them uh, that kind of map their attacks like an area-wide attack, and you see like this straight line saying, "Hey, it'll come swoop through here," or they'll summon like uh, hurt zones, like uh, reminiscent of MMOs. Like, don't go in these zones; they're gonna freaking wreck you if you're in these zones. Yeah. Um. Th- doesn't. Another thing about it is you have this power to transform into different forms. Uh, you have like demon form, um, armor form. A rabbit form and whatnot. and those are determined by how your party is made up because each Servant has like a certain affinity. and it's basically like a uh, matching colors, right? like if this if this blue color out uh, if you have more blue colored affinity Servants on your team, then you'll be your transformation, it will be this mage form or this wizard form. Uh, so you don't really have uh, free control over what form you want to take up, even if that form might be more useful for this situation. The, the the nice thing about this though is you can have like you can unlock deck parties uh for Servants you can actually have a uh, like four parties out with you but you only have four servants so you can have up to 16 servants out with you but only four su- summoned at any other given time so but you can rather than, parties
2: Yeah so rather than like just individually controlling them if you have like a certain setup for a certain situation you can kind of just pick that mm-hmm. deck Yeah
1: yeah the, and the AI is uh, competent enough. Uh, the path there are some pathfinding issues. You'll see them running into the walls. walls. Yeah, <laughs> and you see them
0: jittering. It's like, like, oh man, attack this barrier, stop running into the wall. It, oh, overall,
1: I think I think Gust has a solid foundation for like what they want their action RPGs to be. I I want them to see it more fully realized. I'm almost to that end of the game, so maybe something changes up. I know there's multiple endings depending on you know your relationship with Elise and uh, where exactly you want this. Uh, these star-crossed lovers to go. Uh, but oh, I think it's a it's a cool concept that they have on their hands, and I really hope that they they get the courage to you know, go make another one of these and really open it up a bit
0: more. All right, great. All right, thanks a lot, Josh, for your report on Knights of Azure. Of course, we'll hear more about that soon in an article, but um, that game's out now uh, in, all ter- in all territories, and so check it out when you can. Uh, thanks a lot. Alright, and so before we move on to the next game, I forgot to mention, uh, Simon Chun has joined us on the podcast, and so thanks for joining us, uh, Simon. Hey, Zach. Hey, how's it going? <laughs> <laughs> Apologies for not mentioning you before. You were actually in here before the Knights of Azure uh, coverage. It's but... fine. I like listening. Yeah. Listening is a
4: great skill. Uh, my friends tell me <laughs> I should work on my listening more if I ever want to find a girlfriend. So. Oh,
2: that's, Yeah. Good. That's super important.
0: Yeah, it's actually good. Um, All good. It's always good to listen to others when they're trying to talk. All right. So uh, finally, I don't want to spend too much time on this, but I wanted to talk about a certain game that I've been playing quite a bit of I spent all yesterday playing. So we have a game called Trillion God of Destruction. Now, this is, of course, a compile hard game. That's a little bit different than the games that they're used to making. Uh, it's sort of a turn-based dungeon crawler. And so what that means is kind of like Brandish or Atrium Odyssey or anything like that, kind of like Stranger of Sword City. Every time you make a move, the enemy makes a move. And so you're in... um, There's different kinds of uh, encounters that you face, though. There's one where it's that you're going to this place called Valley of Swords, which is kind of just an easy place to get stat bonuses and items and things like that, and that's straight-up turn-based dungeon crawler the difference though with uh the regular combat is a game called uh, is the regular boss battles and so there is this demon god kind of thing called trillion uh which it gets its name from having a trillion health points (laughs) go figure fantastic yes and so journey already (laughs) Yes, they called it that, and it's kind of funny because it's sort of like an injo because how would they know how much health points a monster has? But anyway, uh, so the whole thing is set up that you are the great overlord. So this is kind of like a Disgaea uh, setup uh, where it's the same kind of universe, same kind of vein of having uh, an underworld and uh, heaven, and you have angels versus overlords that rule the what is basically hell. And so... Uh, you are the great overlord that is ruling your entire, that entire world itself, and then suddenly Trillian comes knocking on the door. Now Trillian is this demon god, like I said, that um, had already been there before, and swallowed up the underworld itself, and the last great overlord had actually like sacrificed himself to save its existence in the first place. Uh, I won't go into spoilers about all that, but Uh, Basically, now the great overlord, you, uh, as the player, uh, get easily defeated, a lot of your troops get destroyed uh, very easily, and so now you're kind of stuck in this sort of patched together body, thanks to this other girl, uh, Faust, who's kind of like a, a, a doctor slash you know kind of like a mad doctor a crazy crazy doctor who um has her own reasons for wanting to save you so you can defeat Trillian so that she gets your soul and uh, the power that comes with it and so with that there's this these... sounds complicated
2: it... sounds sounds it seems legit
0: yeah so now you have six girls that are all overlords so you have the great overlord kind of the emperor and then you have the Regular overlords, these six different girls that are the daughters, or your um, they're kind of a mix of uh, nieces, cousins, and a sister, so they're all kind of different types of like relation to the great overlord. Um, and so the point being is that now you have to help train each of these girls to fight Trillian on his turf. Or actually, it's on your turf because he's knocking on your door, trying to swallow up the entire underworld. So after if you lose a battle with them, he starts to eat away at the underworld until everything is completely taken, is is completely swallowed up, and you're dead. Basically, you're game over. Um, So this is kind of a game that epitomizes grinding in that you have a number of cycles and a number of days. So you have like a. Let's say five cycles of seven days that you have to get through, uh, to level up your character, b- boost their stats, uh, and basically prepare yourself for when you have to finally fight Trillion itself.
2: Can I and, can I butt in real quick? No,
0: but Sorry. you can.
2: I just had a question about that. Sure. I, I remember. I remember when I was looking at looking up some of the info about this game. When you say level up your character, it's not. It's not just like, like battling with them, right? There's actually like. Isn't there like a, like a dating sim element, or you can like level up your character through like conversation or yes. other types of means, or like mini games or whatever?
0: So there's no like there's no level specifically. So you're not like level one, level two, level three. What it is is that you're working on stats. It's all about stats in this game. heart loves their stats. And so what does, you've got, yeah. yeah, exactly. So you have um different things that you can do to help boost your stats to prepare yourself. And so what um, Adam is talking about is affection points, and so you get affection by uh, finding different items that you can give as presents to the Great Overlord you as the player that can help boost your affection towards that character. And what that allows it to do is that it provides uh, its own separate HP slash MP bar, and so it's it's all like one pool. So you've got your normal health and normal mono mana that you can use, but then below all that on the Battle screen is this big old pool that can grow if you raise your affection points. Different items, of course, provide different affection, amount of affection to the character. So you get like for a very special item, you get like a thousand. Actually, it works in an exponentially larger number. So it's like a million more health points or uh, a million more uh, mana. So it's it's all feeds from the same exact pool. And so it's really good to have that as sort of uh, your barrier before it starts to eat away at your regular health and so, and so forth. And so there's ways you can just talk to the great overlord, you know, just have a conversation. But the items themselves that you can earn by uh, using kind of a it's kind of a gotcha system of, of rolling, uh, like, uh, um, I'm blanking on the word right now. It's, it's like, a, uh, <laughs> like a tour machine, like a capsule machine actually. It's kind of like that actually. Okay. Uh, you can unlock different items by using tokens that you earn just from training and all that stuff. So um, once again, you train your character and there's different sort of um, stats that you uh, can accumulate. Uh, so you have like different things like aura, mana, spell, Reflex, Charm, and I think Taste, and so It that, that doesn't really matter what those things mean It really just means that um, In order to increase your attack Or your defense, it needs something from Each of these different um, Things I just mentioned, these six different uh, uh, Categories, and so Like an attack, you in order to raise Your attack uh, stat, you need to have A little bit of um, aura you need to have some charm and some taste there's no real deep meaning to that i think it's just the kind of an arbitrary thing uh so once again you're working in huge different numbers so like by the time you're facing trillion you might have like uh 200 million health uh 500 attack 600 defense you know a ton of speed all that stuff and so that's kind of what you're doing for a long period of time is just building and building and building new characters so if you don't like grinding you might not like this game but that's kind of what it's like
2: now, one thing I was curious about, like, you spend this time training up, like, you, you. I, I assume you kind of like pick one of the overlords to train up.
0: Yes, um, or, at the beginning of the game, you can choose between three different overlords, but, but you got to prepare yourself to die because you're going to die. That's, oh yeah, that's, that's,
2: that, that's what I was going to ask. Like, you, you pick one, you train them up a bit, you fight trillion, and then. You're basically expected to lose the first time, and then you kind of have to like do it again with one of the other Overlords?
0: Yeah, so actually you could beat the game with the first Overlord if you prepare yourself correctly. I've seen okay. people do it. I know someone who did it, and I was surprised, okay. and I basically asked him for a lot of advice. And so I'm going to go back and try it myself. But um, yeah, so you're supposed to be kind of chipping away at trillion, And so what happens is that there's... Well, I'm not going to spoil it, but once again, um, there, you have to kind of work on wearing down Trillian to sort of get him to a point that if you do get defeated, um, you, you're trying to hope that he does the least amount of damage to the underworld. Because there's different like layers to the underworld that he kind of eats his way through, um, different sections, things like that. It's not like you're immediately game over if you lose the first time. And what you can do is that like, you can actually send your overlord to battle with Trillian, um, but you could uh, run away. And by running away, you actually give yourself a couple more cycles to build up your character again. And that's actually recommended, um, even if you're trying to beat it the very first time. But normally what happens is that you're going to lose your first three characters, your first three girls that um, are the overlords. And then it's game over, but there's a new game plus, And then you the stats carry over and all that. Uh, all that you lose, really, from doing that is the equipment that the girl was wearing, um, the items that they had equipped on them, because you actually have like... It's kind of like a monster hunter game where you send like a certain number of items with them off to battle, and so if they die, they lose all the what's on their person. Um, so you lose the three girls; everything carries over to the next three, and chances are you'll you'll win with the next set of girls. Now I'm on my third girl, um, and I've gotten to wear down trillion to a significant amount that now I'm still alive, but I need to face. Um, a uh, harder, much harder version of that same boss. So it's 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 kind of like that JRPG. You know, there's different forms, and so you got to kind of fight for
2: yourself. But along and, the way, and the and the final, uh, like as the boss gets weaker, the bot the bot as the as the boss's health gets lower, he gets stronger and more. Yes, link.
0: he's got different like uh uh people that help him on the on the field of battle. So the crazy thing about the battle itself, and so um, once again. You're facing trillion but there's like um at certain points when a cycle is done there's actually a uh, kind of a fake trillion that you can fight to kind of train yourself to get ready for it and so like they're using the same different tactics that the um uh, trillion would use but it's kind of like a a fake version of that so that you if you fail with that you don't die you just kind of move on from that and just take what stats you earn from fighting it in the first place so um On the field of battle you start on different ends of this giant lawn field on this uh, kind of this arena kind of thing and so trillian's on one side and you're on the completely opposite so you have to kind of make your way down this lane to fight it and along the way uh, trillian could be summoning Uh, monsters, uh, traps, all kinds of different things. And so you kind of have to kind of zigzag your way to get out of the way of these different monsters being summoned. And if you do defeat a monster, a minion kind of, uh, you get an extra turn. And so you kind of, it's this huge strategic thing about learning to uh, uh, take advantage of these monsters and and build uh, extra turns so that you can get there a lot quicker. And so there's uh, different ways you can do this. What I learned to do, is that um, if there's certain spells that you can use that can make your character leap uh, extra spaces. And so what I was doing is that I built up my mana and my other stats to a point where I'm barely moving like a single step. I'm leaping like three or four spaces ahead and ahead. And that actually helps um, avoid the extra turns because the spaces themselves when the monster's about to attack or the or trillion uh there's a square that appears on the floor it can be like one square it can be like a billion squares that fill up an entire section of the of the of the lane that you're in it can go from white to yellow to orange to red and after red of course that's when he unleashes his area of attack Spell
2: so basically, has. by building up this kind of mobility of your characters, you can avoid these more easily? Yeah,
0: exactly. And so there's weak spots to the enemy, there's different spells that you can lock, skills you can lock that um, help you deal, like, uh, there's like one called Ambush, that means that if you attack an enemy from behind, it's a guaranteed critical hit, and then you can also build up your critical hit uh, damage, so I've got it up to a point where now I'm dealing, every time I get behind Trillian and attack its tail, I'm dealing, like, five billion ten billion fifteen billion twenty billion points of damage and we're talking about a trillion health points oh. so it's 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 not a whole lot in the grand scheme of things yeah are so. really working on it so um yeah like the last boss i faced when i because there's different ways you go to a blacksmith and like add like these different uh, special accessories kind of thing that you can earn through the valley of swords uh uh, arena that I mentioned earlier uh, to sort of uh, um, augment your stats. So, like you boost your attack by 100, or your speed by 100, or your, all your stats go by 50 or 100 um, all at once, that kind of thing. And so you got to really pay attention to what you're doing. It's all about time management. It's even worse than say like an interior game because you have to make sure that every single day matters. You got to be making a ton of saves because if you screw up once, you could screw up your entire run. And then you're, oh man, yeah, that's that's the kind of the more um, uh, aggravating thing. But it's brutal. That it's brutal. But also the game can be depressing because <laughs> you're like you you after a while like there's certain characters that you might this get already like, sounds depressing <laughs> yeah like you get co- kind of de- well, like some characters, you like you get kind of annoyed by at the start, but then you uh-huh. become really attached to them because they have like their own motives, their own like um, meaning behind. Because the whole point, Great Overlord, what he said was that if you get one of you wins, you get to become the next Great Overlord, and so they have their own like meaning behind that, and they have like these different relationships with the Great Overlord. Like there's one girl, the one that I'm using right now, who has this romantic relationship with the Great Overlord, and she's kind of been hiding in it for a while. It's a typical kind of anime thing, you know. It's like I, I, I don't want to say. It out loud but uh i am madly in love with you um and so towards the end the characters become closer and closer and, and then,
2: then and then you're gonna send her off and she'll die exactly
0: that's the kind <laughs> of thing is that you're sent you're sending her off to what is very likely to be her death and then um if she does die she has like a last stand and it becomes kind of it becomes emotional at times uh to deal with it um So this game is all about kind of, you know, facing facts, letting go and just having to accept the fact that uh, these characters are going to likely be sent to their death. And that's kind of what I got from the Japanese version from people who played it was saying like, you know, this was kind of a tough thing to get through because it can become very, uh, uh, you know, it can can dent you uh, in a real way. But at the same time, um, like I mentioned before, someone was able to get it on the first Overlord. So... I want to bring back one of my favorite characters that ended up being the first one I got killed and I didn't realize it at the time. I was like, oh, crap,
1: no. I'm kind of curious on, like, what's, like, the average gameplay time uh, for this game?
0: So I spent an entire day playing this, say, like, yesterday, um, and I already got through to the third character by that time. So you're talking about maybe if you if you, like, do your cards right and, like, focus on grinding and not, uh, you know, no wasted time, like, reloading and all that stuff, there's no, like, unfortunately, there's no, like, soft resets. You're having to, like, quit the title and then reload the save. You can't just save and load, which is kind of a pain in the ass. But um, um, if you focus on it, it's maybe, like, 15-20 hours if you do a great job at it. If you're not that good, there's, like I said, six characters to get through, so there's a ton of replayability even if it's kind of the same thing over and over um like i said it's like it's there's barely any difference between the character uh between what you have to do to grind but each character has their own inherent special skills that are character specific like one person who attacks twice in in a row when they when they do uh so there's reasons to kind of focus on that, and like I said, stats, if a character dies, like half their stats get carried over to the next person, so you could really become extremely powerful, and Compile Heart, like I said, they love their crazy, over-the-top stats, it's like a disguise game in that same respect, it's just like dealing like huge gobs of damage, so it's kind of entertaining to see that happen, but so far, my experience with the game has been um, super frustrating, uh, very very grindy, but at least the story is Uh, entertaining and you know the characters themselves are very interesting Uh, I just hope that um, that comes across in my review which I'll have up pretty soon okay thank you great all right so now that we're done with all the game uh, discussions that we were going to have Let's go right into what me and Aaron were able to attend this past Wednesday. Now, people don't know I actually moved to California recently, so we were able to know. drive our way. Yes, I got to meet <laughs> you, Josh, face to face person. And yep. Person. We got, oh,
5: that's awesome.
0: Yeah, we went. We, 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 we were trying we to. Chipotle. Yeah, we were going to meet at In N Out, uh, but if you ended up going to a completely different one, yeah, That's like,
3: like really good. But then uh, you then
0: guys got a Chipotle burrito for free, right? No. Uh, no no it's 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 funny because like he said to go to an in-and-out that was really close by and there was one like two miles away and he said he went to one that was like six miles away and he said where are you at i thought you were
1: walking Uh, okay so i texted him like like the street address the in-and-out right and then so when it was like he's like he's like i'm gonna go walk i'm like like, you're gonna go walk he's like yeah i went like uh, i read i walked like 12 miles today i'm like okay man
0: i'm so, pretty sure i'm pretty sure uh, it was t- it was 12 miles after i did that walk but i don't think you sent me the address i think you just said city of industry or something like that that's all i, I got i don't
3: know
0: we at least we got it right with chipotle though we met yeah. up i hit his house got to see Nights of a river and all that stuff so um, Azure, I probably mispronouncing that game every time, but uh, me and Aaron, Aaron, you flew in uh, Wednesday morning, which is kind of crazy. Uh, yeah. They really did not time this event that well, I don't think. it's not... No,
5: like not only was it during the week, but it was also like right at the start of spring break for a lot of people, so it was just awful.
0: Yeah, a lot of traffic. Thanks, and, well, I, think, <laughs> I don't know if it's like they did it before their fiscal year was over so that they can get their investors something to talk about, but it was super yeah. annoying. It's like, Here on. we are talking about it. Yeah, April 1st was a Saturday. I mean, that's, that still would have been fine, but anyway. so and then,
2: and then, of course, like everything leaked the days before. Not the day before.
0: Not, not everything, morning. but a lot well, of stuff. It was that morning. <laughs> it was GameSpot decided to uh leak the release date. It wasn't even everything. It
2: was just the release date,
0: but that was enough.
5: Uh there was a couple other things. I think the, the
2: I, think I, saw, I think I the saw I think I saw like demo. Yeah, the Chinese I, I, th- I uh, think I saw a mention of like the King's movie before it was Oh, new. yeah, that leaked. Yeah, it was
4: like 30 that minutes before. actually leaked months ago
0: the yeah. movie did. Uh-huh. That's the movie, but the in the and the there was a Chinese ad or something like that about the platinum demo. Got <laughs> yeah, knocked this stuff. Yeah. So that was pain in the and ass. But the trailer for
4: Kingsglaive itself got leaked like thirty minutes before they yeah. showed it on presentation. <laughs> yeah. uh, that, that
0: was uh, funny. I was like, oh, what the fuck? They spent all that leaks money during the event. <laughs> they spent all that <laughs> money just for the kind of funny. Oh things.
5: man, I didn't know that like That's kind of funny. Yeah. I, for
0: obviously.
4: So like. While we're on the topic of Kingsglaive, I was actually sort of surprised that they decided not to keep the same voice actors for the movie in comparison to the game. So
5: Too much yeah, money. Too much money. Pauline. It's a weird decision, for but it game. is a yeah, it is a weird decision. I imagine the Japanese is the same. but... Yeah,
0: ninety-minute movie versus like a forty-hour <laughs> yeah, 40 game. Look, look man, there's there's
1: a lot of weird decisions with this game, so well, I mean, just, it's just yeah, like, I, understand,
4: it. I, understand, <laughs> I understand, like Sean Bean is like probably balls expensive. Like same with Paul's the other expensive. two actors. <laughs> like these Aaron are really high-
0: expensive too, you know. <laughs>
4: I know. I'm just saying these are extremely high-profile people in the world. Like Laura people Hattie. recognize mm-hmm. Sean Bean. Like people recognize these people. Well, like,
5: I think the reason that they got those people is because they wanna. they Marketing. Want people to- Right, exactly, marketing. Yeah, and they, they want Western people to see those big names and go out and see the movie because they probably spent a lot of money on it. They
1: really need this to be cool. profitable, okay? <laughs> yeah. They really need
4: it. They'll Just... watch this movie and then they'll come. Uh, they'll at least. They won't finish the game. They'll probably at least buy the game, and that's what they want, right? Because I think. That, <laughs> they're
5: going to the get to the game and they're going to be like, where's Sean Bean? Yeah, <laughs> yeah like, essentially. So right? Who are, are
1: these four like, kids? Like, what
4: I in the it,
0: world? What is
4: I, it? I, I might have died in the movie. I don't fucking know. But, so who's, who's,
0: um, who's the voice of uh, Regis? Is it actually just like the guy who does the likeness? Nobody, nobody I don't knows. knows.
1: Oh, All we know is those uh, voice actors, they confirmed the movie. They already came out and said that they're not going to be in the game. Yeah. I yeah,
4: exactly. So I understand why they're using it because the, the idea is I think I think Square knows that they sort of maximize a lot of their, their core fan base. So there's only a limited amount of sales to be made there, but there's a lot of market share. Uh, in terms of like trying to get the general populace. And the, right now, the hot thing in the general populace is even the ranking Bad is en- has ended war for a while. Um, you know, the actor uh, is still very high profile. Same thing for Game of Thrones. That's really hot right now. Just the idea that they're in it will get people interested. I, I understand that mindset, but that's not going to help them still. I don't. I don't think... The money invested might not make the return that they're looking
0: for. The guy from Need for Speed and the T-Mobile commercials is going to show up in your Final fantasy <laughs> Dude, movie.
4: He was he was more infamous for Breaking Bad. Than I than know, World.
0: I know. So kind of walking through the event itself, I mean, we showed up. It was at the Shrine Auditorium, which is the same place that EA holds their conference each year at E3. And so um, it took a while to get there. But when we finally did, uh, we got ushered into the VIP area, which is kind of just on... Um, In the back room, and then we were on the show floor itself, and then it was hosted by Greg and Tim. Is it? Uh, from the kind of funny. uh, Yeah. Oh, that was unbearable. (laughs) I I, I, I was expecting a lot worse. I think
4: the people themselves are unbearable, but that script was just like. I think it was. To
5: be honest, I thought the content they showed was fine, but those two, like, I just. Really I
4: felt, I actually felt bad for them because the content was good, but like the script itself,
0: like the them, script like, was
5: bad, and then they wrote the script. I'm there sure. were times where they were like plugging I kind of funny, and I was <laughs> like, no, this is not very appropriate.
0: Yeah, there was some there was some off color, tactless moments. I mean, for... and
5: there was some really inappropriate jokes as well. Like I think there was one about crystal meth, and I was like, really? <laughs> <laughs> coming
0: yeah, uh, that was, yeah <laughs> they, they made some really off
2: color. So I I didn't I didn't watch this event, but it sounds like maybe I should have it's well I mean, it was sort
4: of funny you should have read you should have been t- to an active chat and see how people were blowing up
0: i mean for the most part like i did not think they did an awful job i've seen a lot worse i've been to a lot of terrible terrible e3 conferences they did a lot better than some of those yeah stuff. Did they I was the first, i've been to the ubisoft do, 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 do. i was at <laughs> the ubisoft with the guy was like i thought
3: uh, okay, the first
4: see. 20 minutes were a huge Mr. slog like from what i saw because like they showed. They started off by like one of the announcements was that like Sakaguchi was there. I'm like, yeah, great, that's awesome. Like talk about the game. Like you're starting It was, a- it was funny because like
0: when Isakaguchi came out, then they had Uematsu, and it was all about like this reassurance to fans. Like no, guys, it's okay. You know, they they we trust them to make this game that is uh you know ties in close to the Final Fantasy uh, history. It's going back to the roots, kind of like when Nomura was talking about all those years ago with verse 13 that it was a throwback to the roots of the series and that you guys should be okay the, the with fact that, that but, they wasted yeah.
4: some of their announcements on that kind of shit just to, like sort of irked me and I'm like really yeah. like you're gonna call this a, like an announcement like great i, I
0: will it's, say a, the render
4: uh, of Omano's art yeah i mean like yeah that it was, was just, great like, really? i think like,
0: that, that was fun. awesome though I, I i'm actually happy i was actually kind of i was got, got really excited like, about that like, like, I, 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 but one they of those days, like BBC my there for they a lot of
4: support for the game but like the first like 20 minutes like it was just it was a massive yeah.
0: it was I mean they got through I mean to be honest it's like if it would have gone any longer it's it would have been worse I mean it, it was it was I think it was fine for the amount of time that they spent talking about that stuff they put in a lot of footage. Which is kind of surprising. They kept putting out new trailers and things like that. Justice
1: Monsters
5: 5.
0: That's yes. the only great enough.
5: <laughs> oh, what?
0: supposed to be like? Is that like. Uh, monster, monster Strike? It looks you know, like monster it's a pinball strike. game.
4: It's a pinball <laughs> game. It looks terrible. Also, the
0: cuts the footage of that, I'm like. Oh. <laughs> I,
4: like, I want to play just... a pinball game with <laughs> like
1: a, a franchise Fantasy. tied to it. I would, I would play Metroid. Me- it looks like a pinball, pinball game at first, and I was like, oh, there's a pinball game. A they, actually, they actually put it into the footage. I'm like, holy shit! They put a MOBA game in this thing. Oh like my the,
0: god! An authentic pinball, Final Fantasy pinball game would have been fantastic. I would have been oh, super. Yeah, high.
1: that would have been cool. I, th- I think that would have been better. <laughs> I <laughs> was so
4: when i uh one of the things that stood out to me i thought i had a really averse reaction to the theme song
0: of the game yeah. i thought it was awesome i
5: mean the song itself yeah. is well done but i don't yeah. feel like it really fits. i don't think it fits
0: i think it totally fits i mean that's that's kind of if you listen to the lyrics i think it totally fits well
5: with i mean the yes the lyrics fit but you know final fantasy is always known for creating these original vocal songs and yes.
2: like my hands. no oh god
5: <laughs> even the japanese version of 13 had its own original song
4: This is uh-huh. yeah that song was great actually i, I like that song it was very good it-
0: i mean i i i, I, I expect Shimamura to deliver on an amazing soundtrack and so having just the theme song itself be a cover of Stand By Me by Florence the Machine, uh, or just Florence from Florence and the Machine, um, I'm totally fine with that. I mean, after I, I at first I was like, this is kind of silly, you know. I, I, I wasn't. I will wasn't say the music sitting in the audience. Listen I was like, I don't know about this, but like after a while, I, I came to accept it, and I actually think that is a it's a really good song.
4: I will say the music from what I heard from the 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 numerous clips that they showed that night, the music was phenomenal. Like yeah, totally. they were playing that yeah, throughout which, the night.
5: which is the other reason why it's so weird that they went out and picked a cover of a really old song that's already been in mm-hmm. a ton of movies. It's like they have this amazing composer, Yoko Shimomura. Why There's not a lot get of time
0: her? <laughs> it's to a broader. Why base?
5: not get her to do something? It's it's
0: appealing to a broader base. That's that's kind of yeah. What,
5: that's exactly the reason, and that's actually why I don't like it.
0: Yeah. I mean, if you're talking about the principle of it, I can totally understand that. I just think like the song itself. Cause like how many times are you gonna hear that the song? Probably barely ever. I'm sure At it's the, the very end end of the game. even, the even in, well, even <laughs> in the marketing, yeah. But like even thirteen, like we talked about, uh, the the cover. Uh, I'm mean, sorry, the song from. Uh, they my have,
2: hands um, is only played in the ending cutscene. Yeah, it it cut yeah, it it yeah, that was it. Yeah. Uh, that it was, was just, your
5: that was your last it was impression all of the it. That game, I only actually played the Japanese version, so <laughs> I got to... Thirteen
4: two had a much better theme song. They actually made the English and Japanese version of like uh my world or something like that, like the world. Or something well, like that. yes and no. Like it
5: was the same, like theme as as far as like the written music notes, but the words right. were completely. The different.
4: words were different, but I, I mean, it was it was a good song. Like the 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 song with song choice was actually pretty good.
5: Yeah, I mean like, that sort of thing was fine, I thought, but. I don't know. But this
4: it one, it just didn't seem like it fit.
3: I don't know. Personally.
0: if. I mean, we can judge that, but at the same time, like, 13, for all the grief people give it, I think 13's, the whole series, has, a great music, and so I'm, I'm okay with dealing DL- with uh, I liked I like 13's soundtrack
4: Thirteen's The original 13's OST was good. Like, the 13, 13-2's 13 13. OST is definitely, it's...
2: 13.2's OST is amazing. 13.2's yeah, is like freaking it's great. It's one of like,
4: my top 10 OSTs of last that generation. It's got With the one. exception of the Metal Chocobo song. I yeah. can do that one. That one. That was, that's, <laughs> that's the real exception.
0: <laughs> that's the thing. That's one,
4: uh, I, I will say, the, uh, one of the things that also stood out to me, I, I'm not sure, I, I don't know if you, Zach or Aaron, you guys noticed it from the actual presentation being there, when they showed the world, uh, what's it called? That world trailer, you're showing the environments it off. Yeah. The uh, water looked abysmally bad.
3: I, like, didn't,
4: I, I it
0: noticed like that. DSG I noticed that
5: the water graphics. It looked I... legit. I think the biggest thing I noticed was all the pop-in, actually. Yeah, it was pop-in, it was like was oh, in the suits. Pop-in. Is this
4: just <laughs> is this game just not done yet, or should I actually be legitimately afraid?
5: Well, It's not they it's six have six months out, they so have six months left to optimize it. Yeah, that's
0: usually the, the optimization the, comes at the very end of a game development I'm, process. I'm not, I'm not talking surprised. about pop
4: up. I'm just talking about like the sheer horsepower of the of the of the engine. Being able to show off like actual high res like gra- uh, like textures and because from what I saw like like it's not even just pop ups like. Obviously, frame rate and stuff like that can be changed, and that's definitely going to be alleviated when it's on the PC. But like the actual quality of the the graphics, that's not going to change. Like,
0: uh, that, I mean, honestly, like after a while, I've stopped caring. I mean, Square Enix yeah. likes to push the art design agenda, but it's like as long as the story is good, I don't care yeah, about I, the graphics. I, I, I mean, lost my
1: breath on that side for sure. Like I, I don't know either. It's well, other yeah, than sketching
5: I mean, honestly, like I said, they still have some time to go.
1: Yeah, they have I, six, I, six months. That's a long time. I, I'm not I mean, expecting it to run smoothly.
2: I don't think Final Fantasy games have ever like like Final Fantasy 13. None of those games looked good like outside of the character models. Well, like, sometimes it did. I thought Fantasy... the
5: environments
0: looked kind of cool. The CG trailers are great, man. I would
5: argue that Final <laughs> Fantasy out of the tree. 12, 12 was like one of the best-looking PS2 games.
0: It happened to come out in
5: 2000.
3: Same, same with 10. So 10 was time. really good
5: at the time, and then even we back in like this. the PS1 area, our era, Final Fantasy IX is like one of the best-looking games on that system. Oh yeah, yeah. CG
0: and IX is still holds up.
4: Well, not even CG, just like the world, like how everything looks. Seven, eight, nine were all fantastic. i mean they're all
0: like late gen i mean like i said like 12 came out three months before the ps3 came out i'm not saying like
4: everyone everything should look super like super high res texture like the witcher 3 that's that's not what i'm asking for but like from what i saw it just looked it looked very rough like yeah it didn't look like it comes it it doesn't look like a game that comes out mid-gen
1: simon just imagine this imagine how it'll run when you have that Car flying around, yes. The airship, it they
4: everything. revealed the airship yeah, at the end. looks terrible, like the concept is cool, but the actual look of it didn't look very good.
0: <laughs> I mean, that was like, okay,
2: okay. Once, one second, I did not watch this. The airship is the car,
0: yeah. The, the, yeah. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> off the back of the trunk, it's like I you, <laughs> you know what? It, it, it's
4: like a glider. While we're talking about the car, great product placement. The Audi, Yo, the
1: Audi? yeah. The <laughs>
4: Can't even buy it. I was, I was, I was <laughs>
1: expecting. I was expecting that, like, the, like in the Xbox hunt or the Microsoft conference, where that car just come out of the ceiling. I was waiting uh, for it. I
2: it's, remember it's, one it's, of the earlier press releases talking about like this car is representative of Noctis's relationship with his father. Is, oh, it, the, is it the Regalia? Is that what it's called? The, yeah, the Regalia. Yeah, so, yeah the like, car did not also look very good. The
1: thing about the car.
5: <laughs>
4: <is>
5: <laughs> it's like, just judging that whole situation is people cried and cried and cried for airships and so that's how they decided yeah to it in.
0: i mean honestly like the car turns into an airship i think that's fine because it's like you think that you can turn it from an airship back to a regular vehicle it's like if they're going to give it, uh, it like this i'm okay with that that's just me i mean i'm not trying to be like uh i just said the like stuff, it's it's so it's okay.
1: dumb at like a concept of, like i'm on board because it's because there's not really some, like, like goofy stuff in this game outside, like, you know, Chocobos and Well, like,
0: like if you think like, about like, it, like, in the airships and the other games, you have a ton more characters, like, a much bigger cast, but now if you're only dealing with, like, four or five people in a group, like, if four and then maybe Luna jumps in...
5: It's only it's, the four people, and then... Luna. Sometimes there's, like, a guest character. Yeah, no, like, yeah, she's... So one of the clips shows,
0: as a guest. She one the,
5: can't play at all. Like, she's not playable at all. Yeah, but,
0: okay, so, yeah, with that, it's, like, if you're having four people in a big airship, like if you're trying to talk about, like, moving around and all that, it doesn't make much sense compared to, like...
5: Well, the the main reason why people were, like, harping them about the whole airship thing was because when the game was still Final Fantasy Versus thirteen Nomura promised airships. Nomura said that they had airships, like, working on the world map already.
3: (laughs) Uh, Yeah. So
5: people just kind of, like... Kept echoing that promise and how much of was I, it crap
3: though.
4: I, I would have much rather they go back to the, like the FF ten style where you just have waypoints.
1: Uh
2: black. I don't like,
4: like I,
0: that, it's
2: supposed to be an open world game, so I would to hate be honest,
4: I
3: think you, the you whole airship thing
4: the cars is really already overrated. do that. Like, I think yeah. I think
2: having world maps is kind of overrated. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think I, I think it's a little bit overrated, yeah. It's like people are like if there's no world map it's garbage. And it's like really the world map? I don't know.
1: I, mean, <laughs> like, I, 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 I agree, man, like because we're already the cloth map. Come on now.
0: Yeah. The
5: game could be special like, Really good, but if it doesn't have that one thing, then they're like, oh, it's horrible.
0: Well, to be honest, like I they've just, delivered on pretty much everything people wanted so far, right?
4: If this game came out like five years ago, I think if it and it was still open world, i I think it would have been in a much better spot than now in this like in this current day where. You have open day open world games everywhere. You have people who have excelled on the open world formula like we just had two hit open world game RPGs last year like
0: I mean even though
4: even though it's not uh, even though we don't want it to like people or go people are going to compare this to like Fallout 4 and Witcher 3 and t- I mean uh, like uh, in this
0: in this post in this, po- this post White Knight Chronicles world I mean how are people supposed to compete <laughs> Let's
3: not talk about Oh my god the, this guy needs towns. to get out of here right now <laughs> I just remember like
0: back then I was comparing White Knight Chronicles to 13 I was like hey uh, <laughs> maybe. To be fair, like *Wild Night Chronicles* did have big towns with like a ton of people inside of them, but man. At game.
1: this yeah. point, Square Enix just like.
4: I'm the, just think it's gonna the top top happen, right? The comparisons are going to happen. Like this game is going to be judged much more harshly today oh, yeah. than it would have been like five years
5: well, yeah, ago. Oh, well, of
0: because course, obviously.
5: Like, even,
4: even without the flak, even without the flak it got
0: over the years.
5: They're essentially like ten years late to the party. Well, yeah. at,
0: at the same time, it's like, what have they not yet delivered on that fans wanted? Like, they've got Chocobos. You can ride on Chocobos. They've got the airship. That's,
4: like uh, that's every final I feel like Yeah, that but
0: it's, it's I mean, what people guys wanted, guys. like, recently, like, ever since. No, like, they like it was going to be in
4: Regardless. Yeah, like, I, I also <laughs> feel I like this kind of... is built on fan feedback. Like, what does Chocobo offer that the car like that, that's another thing too right? you can't so, drive you can't, drive, the,
5: can't, yeah, drive, you off can't drive off the road yeah so you can't drive of off the road
4: yeah you can't drive off the road at all
0: like no you no. have to stick to the roads that's the fact so
4: what well, i, I so can you not when you're driving the car do you just not click anything it automatically takes you yes. wherever you,
5: you yes. can do that or you can control it
0: but i do think i can only like control. The off the road i'd rather have it set so that you just choose like some random place and just say hey just drive, just drive. Don't, no destination. Just drive. I wish you could do that. That's one thing I like.
4: I can If I can't off-road a car, why is? Can I skip the car watching scene? They haven't.
3: I'm really sure. Stopped.
0: I'm sure you could. Like, like, like Red Dead Redemption.
5: If they don't have a fast travel thing, it might be a problem.
0: I'm it sure. I'm sure problem. it's like Red Dead Redemption. You could skip it. She said you could. You can control it. No,
5: well, no, no. Being no, able to you're,
0: with, not Okay, listen.
5: Car. When you when you have the car drive itself you actually just sit there and watch the scenery from what they've shown so far
0: yeah
4: but when you drive you can't take it off road so you're stuck to the lanes right
0: yes but at the same time why would you be i i if that at that point it's like i would the only reason you'd be controlling the car is if you wanted to stop and do those side quests that happen alongside the road every so often that's like the only thing i can think of why you'd want to Otherwise, you're in the backseat talking with Prompto. What guess. if I were to like, run See, into I other cars? I want to love this game based off its <laughs> Too bad you can't <laughs> drive to the other lanes. Uh, just...
1: I, I, yeah, it's, it's hard to say one way or the other right now like, what is actually like going to be in the final product and what you'll be able to do, right? Yeah. So the, the, the one main concern, the only thing in their minds are that they have to just... Get it up and ship it. Like, they can't have this loom over their heads for any longer.
2: I, I, I was just about to say that. Like, like it's been way too long. If they let
1: this, if they have to, like, push it back on their it's not going to happen. Well, they already it's, said they they they're going have, have, yeah. to have more
0: events. They already announced that earlier, that they're going to yeah. have more oh events God, before more the release. But um, besides, they announced an anime as well Brotherhood, Fun of Fantasy 15 by A1, of course, our lovely folks who it's also like, it's like a fan, right? away, so... it was by like A1. Yep, it's a five-episode miniseries that is free, uh, which is Some great. People. I think that's awesome.
4: Oh man, I thought it was my production IG. I was wondering, it's like no, this looks.
5: No. So it's A1. Like, it's A1 Studio.
0: Yep. Oh A1. man, they must have
4: really brought in. They must have brought in their C tier team because that looked like
0: guard. <laughs> it's it's a Holy well. Shit. To be fair, okay. So I Sony. I haven't watched it yet. So Sony, know. Sony's uh, Sony Pictures is producing Kingsglaive, and so of course they got A1, owned by Sony, helping with Brotherhood. So there's a big yeah, relationship
5: which with which is unfortunate uh, because the when they did the Final Fantasy 7 anime, they actually got Studio Madhouse. That was it. really
0: good too. <laughs> I had
4: no, no idea was the it was just a bunch of people just, just
0: standing there talking, I liked just it. bobbing heads. What? So, I liked so it. far, I about... like. What are you talking about?
4: Are you talking about the last
5: order?
0: I'm yeah. talking about like, well, yeah. there, was, oh. there was also the, the one that came order. with. It was and the, the other, other one too. The
5: other one was like Studio 4C, I think.
0: Oh, that's right Studio first. That's the one I liked more. I
4: was just really hoping for UFO to be involved, but I guess was...
1: <laughs> this
0: guy. Like it's you, a, you, it's UFO fun. Table
1: can't be involved. with any, everything, man.
0: UFO Table is like the platinum games of the anime world. Apparently, all right. So uh But I mean,
1: so air, so far, so far, before you even start up the game, if you want the full story, you have to like watch Brotherhood and the CG
0: movie. You don't. You I don't, don't do have it. to. I'm, I'm sure the I game will get to get do the full it. story. If you wanted to, like, the, for the fans themselves, I mean, they put out that deluxe edition. Deluxe edition and the collector's edition that both come with...
4: Yeah, let's, the let's
0: talk about that collector's edition real quick. Who I canceled my the order. A
4: couple of things. Who mm. thought it was a great idea to make only 30,000 in the world, first of
0: all? There's tons so, of games that do limited editions. Okay, yeah, okay,
4: okay. I mean, that's 30, 000 not new. 30,000
1: for the world? That's that's very little.
0: I'm that's the same, say. like, Net- Netunia does thing. it. There's all that.
1: Well, like, figs, uh, like, like, they need to... There's only a limited amount of resources for, to make that fig. Yeah, thing.
0: that yeah, makes it like a collector's item, right? I
1: understand. Second of all... Like, the screen is web store, like, it's gonna get
4: hammered. Like, they, like, oh man, I just, I actually just it, store wasn't, up it was well. fun. Yeah, yeah it, it was surprisingly. Well. Uh, that, like, like, really? It, it I couldn't well. access it at all. Not yeah. that I was gonna buy it, I was just doing it for the shits. It was, was like, like,
0: up until like a minute to go, it was perfectly fine.
1: Oh. Yeah, so, yeah, the PS4 and Xbox One versions, like, were still available like 10 minutes after the uh, the appointed time. Like, you had, like, if you were watching it, you, you had ample time to get it out. Oh, okay, and, then I
4: just fucked up course. on my end.
1: Yeah, but it's at the same
3: time let's so is- think
5: about it this way though like it's actually a good thing that it's limited because then we end up like a situation with <laughs> any of the tales collectors editions oh yeah those
1: yeah those they're, those. They're, i got mine over there they're
5: like oh there's they're, they're numbered. they're you know super limited blah 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 and the reality is they're not and then hey, uh, get-
1: yeah a year later hey the collectors <laughs> <are>
5: there's just <laughs> like
4: for
1: 10 bucks today guys was
4: limited it. the example I would have used was the halo legend halo 3 legendary edition that oh, shit they numbered it i think was
0: like everywhere yeah
3: (laughs) i
2: i I, I was working retail way back when halo 3 released and we had legendary editions of that like sitting around for years
0: (laughs) that's that makes sense though but that's like obviously they're going to make they're going to give you the illusion of that but i wanted to move on to aaron you got to play the platinum demo the new tech demo they put out uh what'd you think about that
5: you know, I actually didn't mind it. I know a lot of people were complaining about it. Yeah,
0: people were really hostile.
5: At the end of the day, people need to realize that it's actually a tech demo. It doesn't represent the final game. And, yeah. they've, you know, they've come out and said that. But it was a good little... Slice of you know, of showing off the engine and some of the different environments, and then it's, at the end you sort of got a, a taste of the combat system as well, which is something that they pro- they've been promising for a long time. So. I,
4: I expect the new Kingdom Hearts two point eight thing, about the Aqua thing, the Aqua story, to be like in the same vein, probably like same as, vein of what? As the Platinum demo. Uh, oh, no, what that's do you
3: mean? That's, that's that's it's a whole that's, different thing.
4: That's a whole that's, that's slightly not, different just,
2: because it's. Well, that first. But they part, already got the Kingdom Hearts Two combat. I, I think. <laughs> so. I think the whole. I think the whole point of that is like this is your first taste of Kingdom Hearts on Unreal Engine Four, so. Yeah,
5: I mean, they're actually putting a story and stuff behind that, whereas the fifteen platinum demo doesn't really, actually tie into the game. The fifteen demo oh, stars.
2: The fifteen demo stars Carbuncle, right? Yes. Yeah, they, they said that before, though. It was just
3: like
0: Episode to sky, where it's that it's its own separate thing. It has no tie to the main game itself. Oh, well, Carbuncle,
2: well, Carbuncle is cute, so can I want to play the it. Yeah.
0: Well, they did say, yeah, if you actually beat the demo, you can have Carbuncle in the main game, like an item, to uh, use Well, it. no,
5: you, it's not that. It's that you can choose his name.
0: In the oh, main wait. game? so 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 you
1: still get carbuncle regardless just if you beat the demo you can rename that Carbuncle. oh well, that's right I someone mentioned that later
0: i forgot
5: that so once you finish <laughs> so the demo weird. it so lets bad. you rename
1: all right what are you naming your carbuncles
0: carbuncle i uh, just, name just it. named it i
5: just named mine carbuncle <laughs> yeah i
0: like the name name just it a, don't do a google search for carbuncle by the way that's a terrible thing I'm just gonna name it. don't search dog. for that it's it's a very bad thing <laughs> all
1: right so dog? when is final fantasy 15 Finally coming out in this world.
0: Surprisingly, September thirtieth, two
1: thousand sixteen. I did I did enjoy 30th. the troll where it scrolled over to November. I sort of laughed. I was like
5: Which, huh. that date also leaked like several weeks ago. Yeah, yeah.
0: it's got a story about that too. I remember that. So that's that's
4: a great time frame though. September thirtieth, it's it's not a bad time frame. Um, At least yeah. it's not the end of fucking June. Oh my yeah. god.
0: Persona oh. Persona five can be announced for uh like Dude, September twenty third or something. Just a week before.
4: Uh, Square Enix has a rock solid lineup for the remainder of the year. Uh, I know they haven't announced a release dates for everything, so they have Nier, they have Star Ocean,
0: World
2: of Final, Final Fantasy. Fantasy. Uh, they they are we sure like Nier them. is supposed to come out this year? Yeah, yes, they announced they, they said all they games. Said it's-
5: it's oh, it a 2016 is. game. Yeah,
0: game. they said all yeah, games from have... last year are coming out this year. Because, no, yeah. because there's going to be no That'll more Enix
1: like next year, that's why. Like, yeah.
5: honestly, they said the only thing that's not coming out this year is the probably th- Kingdom Hearts 3 and the the Final, Final Fantasy, Fantasy
0: VII Remake. It's weird because like September thirtieth falls on a Friday. That's unusual for like. It is,
5: but it's like Nintendo. actually, um, Sony's been doing that lately, releasing games on Fridays. And really? Nintendo,
2: Nintendo's been doing that for quite a while now. Well, they yeah. release on Sundays. Well,
4: Nintendo's They're been crazy.
5: releasing on Sundays. I mean, it makes yeah. sense because actually, you Nintendo's know, been you doing Friday on more. On Friday, Friday, and then you play it during the weekend. That's so, yeah. true.
0: That's that's. Uh, I just remember historically, so, like it, I think the, Dragon Quest games came like out an on American a Friday.
4: Thing, right? Because uh, most hap- what happens is a lot of movies come out on Tuesdays, so they just happen to align the shipments with the movies. Or when I say movies, Tuesday I mean,
0: Friday, you mean Fridays DVDs, movies. So yeah.
4: I think I think game publishers are trying to move away from that because they realize they they finally realized after like fifteen fucking years they're like shit. We should actually release games on hey but
0: that doesn't make any sense because people like, people games, get paid on Fridays because so. games are totally different yeah. things. Yeah, yeah, that makes for as far as that. I mean. And people get their games early anyway from like retailers that don't know any better. Uh, so uh, that's for Uncovered Final Fantasy 15 We've got news posts up on the site, RPGsite.net. You guys can check that out of all the coverage. And uh, uh, once again, that first episode of the anime brotherhood final fantasy 15 is up on their final fantasy 15 youtube channel you can watch for free just like all the others kingsglaive is scheduled to come out before the release of uh 15 itself which probably is gonna be like sometime in august and so if you want to get as much details as you want or care for to get yourself ready for the main game 10 years
5: 10 years <laughs> well, see people Jeez. keep saying that but i'd actually like to disagree because a lot, Aaron, of that stuff, 2011, right? a lot of that stuff has been removed from the game so it's not really the same thing that people were waiting for 10 years ago yeah. Well, oh, not this is there is
0: all right well, we're she just is. saying aaron's right, specifically been hit hard by 10 that news years ago that this game would come out
4: on its 10th anniversary so here, here we are <laughs> at the 10th anniversary of versus 13
0: was it the tenth or was it two thousand five when it was? In, oh. No, two thousand
5: six in okay. May. Two thousand
4: six. It was. I can't oh, believe. I can't believe it. I was in fucking middle school at the time. Like
0: this shit is ridiculous. Wow,
5: you are really young. Yeah, I
0: feel old. That's why you're saying that. <laughs> so I was. Like, I, was gonna, I was about to graduate from. I was actually graduating. I was from high school.
5: starting college that year. I was starting college.
0: College that oh. year as well. So. <laughs> I, I,
5: so
4: there was a there was a Neogaf thread that started recently saying where were you when F- Versus 13 was announced and <laughs> some of some of the posts were pretty funny. Um, I think the best one I'm pretty sure was not real. It said um, I wasn't even born yet.
5: Uh, so. There's people know, that were probably
0: in their diapers when that game was announced. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah. because
5: you can't can't you have to be like 13 to even be on game? I, I know i know i was just joking
0: uh, i'm just saying that was the one that made me laugh the most it was what's going I'm on i'm just... 11 all yeah. right so that is it for final fantasy 15 let's move on i think we spend enough time talking about that i'm sure in the coming it's okay months. we
4: spend a long talking about it as you know the game has been in the development probably so uh,
0: <laughs> yes <laughs> well that's yeah. not right we could be here for a long time if that was the case so um Speaking of JRPGs, we've also got more details about Tales of Presaria. It seems like they keep teasing out more and more characters. Now we've got two new ones. Adam, I think might still be away from us. No, right. I'm here. Yeah, Josh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Josh. Yeah, here. Oh, okay, cool. Okay, first
2: of all, let me Majilu. Majilu. <laughs> let me mention something that's kind of interesting. Um, how the European branch of Bandai Namco is like is actually like releasing information on. Tales of Berseria, pretty close to when it releases in.
3: The you
2: know, Yeah, actually, they revealed like Magalu. after. Like, well, the day after, but they actually released a bunch of screenshots before they released on in Japanese publications. Um, so it's, it's kind of neat how they're like staying on top of this information and like translating, you know, the various terms and names and things like that. Uh,
3: Which is makes odd, my job a lot We still don't know
4: the release date of this game yet.
2: Yeah, and it—I don't think it's ever been confirmed for 2016 in the West yet.
5: Which I don't think they've which, said anything, but they're certainly marketing. I feel like it they have when
2: they when they first announced PS4 and PC coming to the West.
1: I feel like they said 2016. This game yeah.
4: is probably coming out in
5: August. Well, right? I mean, like, not only yeah. that, but we're getting—we're actually getting like information from the the Western side first. Yeah, it's really yeah,
2: weird. it's really that's weird. What I was, that's, what, that's what I meant. The, so, last, yeah. the
4: last time this happened was like Tales of Vesperia. Yeah, that's Vesperia. We got like simultaneous yeah. news when when that happened.
2: So anyway, they this is actually a couple of weeks old now. which has been a while since we did a podcast, but they announced this new character, Magalu, who is like this jester witch girl uh, who wears a dress of grimoire books. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Grimoire. Fantastic. Yes. Yeah. And,
0: That's
2: what you do. Your skirt is just a bunch of books. That's just how
3: like, you
0: wear it.
5: but uh, you have to do.
1: But you have to like. Do magic spells, and you don't have pockets. Where are you gonna keep it? You gotta open the book
2: on the side of your head. It's actually very practical, despite how it looks. I bet. What? You just <laughs> you just, you're just you're guessing? You're just guessing. You just flip Wait. open your book on your skirt to find the spell you want, and there you go. Are you, are you being legitimately
4: That's serious that. right
2: now? <laughs> no. Oh. <laughs> like, what the fuck? I'm, I'm Who sure are you sure What have you done with Adam? Adam? I'm sure it's like
0: super heavy too, like just the weight of it all.
4: The character, I, I actually thousands. think the character design looks interesting. Like the colors the way they mix mash i thought it was, i think it's interesting it,
1: it's just it looks very I like, impractical i like her shit eating grin <laughs> and like the anime cuts it's it. impractical
4: that's
0: like jrpgs in a nutshell like everything Listen, this is the best
1: design character i've seen out of
4: the entire burst area cast like what do you want me to do like I, it's like you're telling me to say which shit sports dog shit cat shit rat <laughs> shit like, oh my stop god. god
0: stop it <laughs> we've found a character is impractical
2: anyways <laughs> also they announced that like her partner is a, i guess the creatures are called malax uh, it's kind of cool it, his, like Norman. His, <laughs> his name his name is Bien Fu and he he looks like he almost looks like what Aaron said a while back, like the persona cat only not a exactly hat. a cat and he's wearing this little hat thing that has eye holes in it. Uh, Took like a
0: little gesture and he, he's
2: like the he, he must be the mascot of the game. yeah totally. So he, like he, and, he was uh, he was introduced as a character, but he, i don't think he's like a playable character. The Tales like, mascots direct.
4: have gotten worse over, over the years. The best, one, the best one—the best one was in
3: Vesperia.
0: Yes, Rapide was the best one. It's like it's like a fight between the Vesperia and the Persona characters because they look like little animals, <laughs> the mascots. Except if someone for even
4: the made the comparison that this witch person looks like the witch from Star Ocean 5,
5: and <laughs> <in>, like <laughs> of the diamond? Uh, I'm just uh,
2: like—I mean, I mean, I, I actually don't really see that. I don't like, see that it's sort
5: of there but yeah. I don't, it's, it's a stretch
0: see it, it's a stretch it's a real stretch they
5: just
3: I... anyways, anyways. Like, uh,
4: there's no consistency for like how these characters look in this
0: that, game that's just... not the that's always been the case but, though uh, no.
2: I, 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 I want to say that it seems like that Magalu's design here is supposed to be kind of outlandish and out there I doubt it's like this is what normal people wear in this world I think I, I, have a, I have a feeling that's kind of part of the character is that she's, you know, wearing this clown-type jester, I keep saying jester, costume thing. I i doubt this is, like, supposed to be normal even in the world of this Japanese game. We don't know so her so backstory. She will
4: be our, um, so she will be our classic magic user for the game, probably. Yeah, absolutely. That's so, exactly what she's supposed to be, it looks um, like. I wonder if this will be the last, last character, um, playable character announcement we'll get.
2: Um, how how many do we have? Five. There's the first. There's. I think uh, we have six already.
3: There's. Yeah, there's, there's velvet. Paint there's paint a kid. little chippy kid. There's yeah.
2: There's velvet. Lafasette. Then they announced two more. It's a samurai
1: uh, dude thing. uh Rokuro and, the... and
2: Eleanor, and then yeah, Magalu. Eleanor. So we know five. I don't think Bienfu is a playable character. No, just a, it's just a mask like mascot. A, a he's he's like he's like Magalu's pet. Yeah, it's a companion. So, so that's that's five usually they have at least six so i think no, we'll to maybe, they're,
4: maybe they're just gonna say this is the fifth character and they'll release the director's cut with the sixth character wait do we know the antagonist
2: uh, they've uh, no. I not think. really. Well, yeah. I think in one of the there's in some of the. Uh, yeah, it teased it. In right? some of the trailers and some of the cutscenes. Uh, so there's like the church that Eleanor works for. Yeah. And there's like this I'll white. Like there's like this white-haired swordsman guy that they've showed a couple of times. That's probably who it is then. So that, he's probably an antagonist of some sort.
0: Or or he's
4: the other playable character.
2: Or. Maybe. Mm, I don't know. That'd be kind of <laughs> weird. Well, Tails Tales games usually have uh, a good number of like secondary characters that aren't playable so you might s- like, have gotten
1: smaller over the years they've also those have gotten smaller over the years i, I just got a brilliant idea for the next tails game you just have a group of four characters on a magic carpet that only stays in lanes and then oh god you just travel There's, around with that so, so i know it. the yeah, release right. state
4: obviously hasn't been announced yet this I, I can't see this not coming out this year.
1: Like, yeah, it's... I think they already said it was. I feel like it's like late this year. I, I, I'm I, banking on like I, autumn. I bet it's late I, summer.
4: I, it, I feel like this will come out before Final Fantasy fifteen. is my guess. Well, yeah, because
0: Visteria's like, um, not like a huge leap well, as far as a new game. Like, they put this
2: some was, stuff. was October, so I'll, I'll just predict October again.
0: I'm going to predict August, actually. Me too. I think August is... Because that was...
2: Wasn't that when Visteria... No, you said October, but...
4: August was when Exilia 1 came out. Yeah, I'm uh, thinking. August. That's right. So, like, I ideally, there's no way they're going to... Unless Persona comes out in December, like, I... Don't. Oh,
3: gosh. This is we're just first, such a crazy first, fall. Oh, my God. It's just a crazy like, second I, fall. The
4: ideal situation for Bamco is for this game to come out before both... uh, uh What's it called? Persona 5 and ff15 like that's the ideal goal before it, i would
0: say no it's one's gonna really buy Star Wars dumb.
4: in five only hardcore fans are buy i would Star Wars.
0: say a month after 15 if anything like it needs a month because all the sales are usually within a month and then they're no, because
4: it's it's q4 people are gonna still keep buying that shit all the way until christmas dude they're gonna buy that shit instead of this game this game needs to come out beforehand like a breadth of the sales are gonna be in the beginning
0: well speaking of a crazy summer we've also got an announcement that atelier sophie was announced for an localization June 7th in the United States and June 10th in Europe with East America working on a limited edition that you can get on their store uh, exclusively. And
2: remind me, that one is coming out for PS4 and Vita? Uh, yes. I-, I just remember it was kind yeah. of – the Vita version wasn't set in stone considering nice no, of didn't come out in Vita, so... Uh, People are yeah. concerned about that, that's for sure. I mean, the Atelier series
0: has been better about that stuff than some yeah. of their other Koi Tecmo stuff, but it's, like, I... That's actually kind of... I caught some flack on it on Twitter when I mentioned on the RPG side account, I was like, I'm surprised whenever a Vita game gets announced. Like, I love my <laughs> Vita, but, like, the fact Dude, that Ed a game... came out for the Vita, man. XCOM 1 came out for the Vita. Yeah, like, no one knew about it until the day it came out. It was, and it was yeah, never like, announced. Was it t- 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 Was it, until I'm it t- pre- I'm t- pretty t-
1: sure. I'm pretty sure they announced it like some
0: month no, ago. No, it got leaked. It, it never got Oh, it. did it? No, they was never talked late? about it. They never oh, talked yeah. about it. It was, was just like, what the fuck? <laughs> ESRB put up a rating for it. That's all. the only way we knew about it. I actually, someone posted about it, like some uh, another journalist mentioned, like, this was the first time anyone, it was actually a 2K, japan uh, account that actually mentioned it for the first time that someone pointed out and so i just uh, could not believe it i was just like what it's such, a, <laughs> it's such a crazy thing but yeah it's um it's ps4 and vita um and so that's going to be coming out now it's a whole new uh subseries actually i don't even know it's going to be a subseries but the dust
2: sep- it's separate from the dust series yeah dusk is, is over
0: with uh they put out um uh, Aisha, Eska, and Shally. Now, well, it's I sorry. guess
2: I guess Shally Plus is supposed to have a bunch of like stuff added to it that really concludes the dust series, and that's not yeah, cause English they, yet. They butchered
0: the They butchered the ending to uh, Shally pretty bad. It's like it didn't do anything to wrap up the biggest of ends. Like all you can see is like some hints. Of characters like, no, they played a huge role. What are you doing?
1: Thanks, uh, Koei Techbo. Yeah, great job. No, it's
0: Gust, really. Or Gust. Uh, yeah.
1: yeah.
0: Gust did some weird things trying to close. They're not really good at kind of closing things up when it comes to a Cliffhanger. Oh, uh, but, oh I'm, I'm psyched for Knights of Azure's ending now. Yeah. It's <laughs> uh, complicated enough. They're, they usually make complicated endings. But, uh, so With
1: but but this, uh, you, uh, well, that US release now, uh, early June seems to be. Packed like you have Odin spear, seer and now this coming up. Uh, this year's the same just day. packed in general, man. I know, yeah. Like, but for me, is... like I'm also gonna get that new Guilty Gear
3: game. Like we have like two
4: updates coming up for two huge games, Destiny and Division, in two weeks, and Dark Souls 3 on the same day. Like oh
0: yeah, like, you what the fuck? You oh, mentioned yeah. you mentioned like all these games like I have, for some reason I kind of reminded myself of Thirteen Sentinels, Ages Rim. Like I wonder when that game is going to be talked about again. <laughs> that VanillaWare game that was uh, a yeah, Tokyo video. Game Show. I mean, even
2: when that was announced, we still don't even know what type of game that really no, is. Sci-fi
0: mecha game with two D art. It,
2: looks
1: it has so mechs cool. and it's VanillaWare, so it can't be that bad. No, right. it's an
2: Alice
0: collaboration. It's going to be great, I'm sure. Uh, so that was uh, another big localization announcement. Uh, but what we also found out, speaking of announcements, is Fate Extella. Now, we kind of hinted at this on the last podcast, but there was a countdown that was on their site that was kind of hinting towards a new sort of uh, multimedia project, cross-media project. And so, uh, Josh, you know more about this than I do, or I ever will know about. So what was the big de- uh, details coming out of that?
1: Okay, so Fadextella is uh, a-, a weird thing because it comes after the Fate Extra, which was actually localized here for the PSP um, many years ago, I want to yes. say, Extra,
3: CCC. or, yeah.
2: well, I forgot. No, the...
4: Extra was for the PSP.
2: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's what we said. That's what it was. Saying. Oh, I think
4: it's the PS4, I'm like, what? No, no. Uh, that
1: was no. case i not remember how many years ago fate extra was here it was like it was oh, 2011 i think
2: all this fate stuff just kind of blends together yeah to yeah, yeah then, it does
1: and then and then you have a uh, fate extra ccc which was never localized here but it's still freaking exp- excellent rpg uh which is also for, for psp so now you have fate extella which is kind of a, a bit of a spin-off on like how it ties into the fate Extraverse. we're only mentioning this because there's a uh, a sequel to this RPG series. We don't actually know if it'll actually be a a shade up RPG. Like the low quality promotion trailer that I saw this game, it's more like a hack and slash uh, Marvelous looks like is a Dynasty Warriors game. Yeah, slash. yeah, it looks like a mostly yeah. game. I, I I'm willing to bet that they might be using the estival versus engine on it because it is from Marvelous and it's that's very uh reminiscent of that gameplay. That'd so be far. kinda cool.
0: I'd be kinda I'd be into that. Just like the keep... the design of that. It will sell yeah. right because this is Fate. oh yeah they, they, oh yeah it it's sell. definitely going
1: to sell because you have the of course the the favorites from extra uh the fr- first three characters coming uh coming in here you have uh Nero which is uh the original Saber from Fate Extra with her red outfit and then you also have the fan favorite caster in Fate Extra Tamamo uh so they were announced and you also have the the new Saber that uh that debuted in Fate Grand Order uh, Attila and they have some sort of form pain- hunt, which is a girl by the way yeah I if mean, I that's, what rather, that's, reason, that's, Fate. that's Type Moon, that's Type Moonverse, man, in the Fate universe, they have, like, if you have a, a famous figure in history, they're probably a girl or something, even, don't matter if they were a guy. So, uh, it's, it, it's very cool to see that this uh, series has a future, because I think the Fate Extraverse is, uh, very interesting, that uh, changes a lot of stuff, um, and very different from what you see in other RPGs, because it uh, adapts a more visual novel style, but, uh, but has that weird, um, Element to it that uh, Nasu, the author of the, the Fate verse, uh, exactly. likes to do. The Fate verse. The Fate verse. I just called the Fate verse. <laughs> so, you yeah, the You actually call, term. Term. You actually yeah. call it Nasu
4: verse. Thank you. Nasu verse.
0: Oh, sorry. <laughs> so uh, we don't know if it's going to be an RPG, but if it's anything right? like Estel verses, I have no idea. Some mechanics, but they also announced that there's going to be a new anime adapta- adaptation of Fate Extra, yep. uh, called Last Discord. Yeah, Fate
1: Discord. Extra
0: Last Discord is uh,
1: it's. Uh, a very surprising announcement, but not only because it's Shaft, uh,
3: yeah, it's produced by and Shaft and because
1: anything? we thought we thought UFO table like had the lockdown on the faith uh, IP. Well, it's okay. Because. They did.
4: They they do on the on the actual good material.
1: You know? Hey, I love Fate extra. So. <laughs> There's also well,
5: so see, you say heaven's... actual good material, but they're also doing Heaven's Feel, which is garbage. Sorry, let me
4: rephrase oh, that. Oh mad. good material Spites. that the fans. Stuff I good. don't know about. Material the, the I have. I
5: Heaven's, heaven's Feel is one of the routes in Fate Stay Night, and it's absolutely trash. Fate Stay, oh. well, like, I, like Heaven's uh, Feel,
1: like I feel like Fate. Heaven's Feel. I it, was it,
2: so, it, so it, can mad. <laughs> can I can I say something here? The fanboys fight. giant girls fight. Can I can I say something here? No. I have no idea what any of you are talking about. No, okay.
5: this so, so funny. in the game, in okay, actually, I'm,
2: game. I'm, 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 i I said that for comedic effect. I know there's like a visual novel <laughs> with various routes. Yeah, there's, there's three routes. Moving on. Speaking <laughs> of, a,
5: speaking of
4: visual novels, there's no. a.
3: No. Not, not yet. Speaking
2: of, anim- no, what's up?
1: The, no.
0: Not yet. not yet. Not yet. You, you're gonna cut us off and then. And no, I'm just, I'm just thinking capitalize? about Heaven's Feel.
1: Like, like, Heaven's Feel was not a bad route overall, though it did have a lot of
0: bad elements. Alright, moving on. So, now, (laughs) speaking of anime adaptations, we've also got what is their weird thing of closing out Danganronpa's uh, storyline that was, the through line was Hope Speak Academy, which carried from the first game to the second game, and now instead of doing a third game that they said they were thinking about doing, they instead went the route of uh, doing an anime about that. So we've got Danganronpa 3, the end of Hope's Peak Academy. And so we've got some details where they decided to Wait. split two different arcs uh which is one is the original characters and the next is the, like a whole different like a new cast of characters is that how it works?
4: Yeah. Wait. So no no no. So this is a prequel to Danganronpa 2. So it shows you what That's the cast right. of Danganronpa 2 did before before Danganronpa. 2. I thought it was another
0: episode was that. <laughs>
1: Okay so yeah th- this is weird because th- yeah. th- to be to be clear Danganronpa 3 the anime and da- Danganronpa V3 for the PS4 and Vita are totally two separate games. things totally two
4: separate
3: different. things V3 V3 so-, new, so Danganronpa
4: 3 the anime is break broken up into two parts which is the Future Arc and the Despair Arc uh the Despair Arc will show you what the Danganronpa 2 cast did before Danganronpa 2 and the Future Arc will show you what the Danganronpa 1 cast did after Danganronpa 1
3: God. Yeah,
2: this is it's bizarre. As, and so, as actually, someone, someone has played any 3. Danganronpa game, I like this seems really needlessly convoluted. Kind of so uh, the whole <laughs> thing about
0: Danganronpa is that there's like this big cataclysmic event. We're not going to go into
2: that because that's huge
0: spoilers, of course. But like that's that's kind of the thing is that um, Danganronpa uh, two there's some very important details about the characters that aren't really gone they don't really go into and so that's what of course this anime is supposed to be about um, but another episode i thought was supposed to be i guess it, they didn't really go into too many of the other characters either with another episode uh, another episode they takes place after one yeah but they didn't really like go too deep eh, into whatever yeah yeah this, it's, this <laughs>
4: is an anime they're doing it to promote Danganronpa V3 yeah. watch it if you're interested I'm sure but, there will be despair. I'm sure people will die, whatever.
0: Yeah, that's pretty much what is expected to happen. And so, aside from those two big news on the anime front, because we're animesite.net, uh, uh, we've also got Tales of Sisteria, the Cross anime, God, sp- Speaking Maybe, of it's a UFO table, <laughs> it is the Cross. It's the best anime studio yeah. in the world. They actually say the Cross. They're okay. Yeah, UFO what? table. They're, okay. They're the best. They're, they're okay. Shaft is the best. <laughs> I just want to see <laughs> what you can say, but that. But yeah,
2: I mean, <laughs> just just like, all these RPGs getting anime so, adaptations. I, I don't watch so much so anime, so but I like. Episode, I think yeah. Madhouse is the best. Madhouse is pretty damn good, and so that's that's the they're big. They're okay. This, yeah, Tales yeah, of Sirenia.
4: Just an a- retelling is an anime retelling of the game, uh, game's terrible story with terrible characters. So.
2: <laughs> did <laughs> you review Systeria? What did you give Systeria? Aaron reviewed it. Oh. okay. So. Um, and <laughs> yeah, I don't think I'm go... much of a fan of the story either. She gave. It was it
5: wasn't very good at all. I think I gave it a seven.
4: Like all the characters suck. <laughs> like, you
5: know, she... Or maybe I, I got, gave I it guess... a six. I don't remember.
0: You
4: gave it a seven. Was like, okay, it was like Doesn't matter. Seven. Scores are silly. One,
1: like Edna was okay.
0: <laughs> I still and... get to play Systeria and I've got it on PC. Aaron,
1: what's the one thing they need to do with the anime to make the good?
0: <laughs> that's a big order.
3: Just, just go Sheena um... for the soundtrack. <laughs>
5: They should bring, I don't know, just <laughs> get rid You're of successful. all the get, no, get rid of all the characters. <laughs> okay,
1: all right, D- fantastic. Get rid of all the
4: characters. Make it into a 30-minute anime about fight scenes. <laughs> just,
1: just
2: make it a parody anime. Yeah, there oh, I you like go.
1: that. I like that. It's a, take the Falcom Gakuin route.
0: Okay, that tells it was, a symphony anime. anime. Just make it like about
1: summer summer 2016
0: yep summer 2016 the summer season the spring season just began and so the summer season is just in a few months so go
1: watch that phoenix right anime uh, yeah phoenix uh, right man
0: that that show is pretty good even if the quality isn't up there it's still a pretty good show so for the
3: soundtrack
0: that's it for our anime segment of the latest in rpg news
3: Uh,
0: um kind of um we might talk more about that later but um they are have also made some big announcements lately. We, we're actually kind of, this is, the rest of the news is kind of big announcements aside from some more uh, media. This next so, one is the
4: biggest one,
0: that's it. <laughs> yeah, actually it's kind of silly because, so Star Ocean 5. Now this isn't official, but on the Square Enix store page they ended up leaking the uh, release date for the game, which is supposed to be June 28th. And so this is, we were just talking about how crazy busy June is going to be for RPGs. Um, and I think June 28th, isn't that the same time frame for when uh, Zero Escape 3 comes out? Yeah, that's uh, the same yeah. same, day, same day, same day, okay. same week same at least. Day. This and then same, Tokyo
2: mind. Tokyo oh, Mirage yeah. Sessions comes out like a couple of days before. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I
0: mean they're totally different games, but at the same time, it's they're all feeding into the same market, so it's 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 kind of crazy. Oh, how... I
2: really want Just... to cry. Yeah,
0: <laughs> and aside from that news about the localization, they also, which once again is not official yet, so let's be clear, it could be easily changed. Uh, but
2: although it, it, they did announce it's summer, so it's not like it's. If yeah, it's, it's not. If it's not June twenty eighth, it's going to be sometime close. They to the could easily delay it, like, like.
4: Well, no, because people have used summer and released shit in this. Uh, say it's uh, really coming in September before. Like it's people like, have done that.
0: It could be like, t- like it could be like till the end of time where it gets announced and then delay, 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 this delay. This game's delay.
4: not getting delayed. It's already out in Japan. It's gotten relatively okay reviews and impressions.
0: I've there's been plenty of delays of our localizations too, though. Just but we never know. Uh, but yeah, you're right. It's till the end of time was a j- Japanese. Uh, delay that was bizarre like that literally took forever to come out it's like the name said but they also uh, mentioned on the first Starlog which is their uh, Star Ocean um, video blog video blog that was uh, been going on for a while in Japan now they decided to do an English version of that that it's going to be dual audio which is great more games need to be dual audio (laughs) Um, it's nice to have the option.
4: For this one i mean it makes sense for them to dual audio like it's art like it's not like it's final fantasy 15 where it's trying to go super mainstream this is like trying to fulfill a certain niche and the niche audience
0: like dual audio so it's, well it's like, cool stars
2: and well, Star four was dual audio on PS3. international yeah international, international
0: edition version. the final fantasy 15 is also going to be dual it's going to be like yeah it's high audio actually it's going to be like uh port, i think it's going to be like no, maybe, I don't know if I'm messing this up Wait, with the audio with the text, but it's, it's going to be, like, going to be dual audio. The demo had it, the option. You can change.
1: They, they, on the, also, on the final trailer, uh, they, they showed at the Uncovered, it showed them speaking Japanese with English subtitles.
0: Yeah. Yep. Well, and finished. The demo, you can choose between Japanese, English. I think there's also... Uh, someone correct me if I'm wrong, they also mentioned Portuguese and things like that, is that? Yeah, I, th-
2: I think they mentioned that Final Fantasy 15, at least in Europe, but maybe even the in, in the NA version is going to have Spanish and Portuguese like subtitles. Aaron,
1: you, uh, do, can you confirm right, on I the language correct. options? It has dual audio,
4: 15? I'm sure the Japanese voice actors will be better than the voice actors. Yeah,
5: there's dual audio, and then like in Europe you can have French or German audio, and then I think over here... It's like
0: Portuguese, right, and Spanish. Yeah, there's...
5: Why is Square getting this money?
0: This not, reminds me... It's, it's for wait, me, wait, man. I already had that. Up, they won up. They won up sales. Wait, so
2: <laughs> these, these, aren't, these aren't just subtitles? It's actually, like, Portuguese audio? I think that's the big deal about it. Is it? Uh, I, that I kind know. of reminds me of, like, Lost Odyssey, which had, like, five different voice tracks. Yeah, they... The, we I think had
0: three discs, four discs. Right? Square <laughs> Enix put out, like, a big video about that, and that's, like, the first Final Fantasy game to actually do the, legwork like, on that stuff. I mean, it's... I think that's I think that's amazing. I think that's a great thing because it's it means more it means more accessibility to other um, audiences. But also the problem with a lot of those localizations is that they do a really terrible job with that because what people in Japan have to put up with is a lot of like, um, the problem that we faced a while back with like Xenosaga and those games where it's like the mouse moving but there's no voice coming out after a few words. It's so bizarre. Um, so now they can kind of put up with that. Uh, they can enjoy. Uh, Lip syncing and all that with actual like uh, the voice cast of these different languages, and I think you get to choose between them. So like, if you wanted to hear this in English, you totally could, or you can listen to it Japanese, like in, in other territories as well. I think that might be what they're doing as well.
2: So, oh, Star Ocean Five. Yeah, great. I'm really, I'm, I'm really excited, excited for, for this. Year. <laughs> but, uh, I'm not. Yeah, it's it's coming out at a terrible time. Yeah,
4: the my. I'm sorry. we will feel better after the doctors
0: isn't okay what's the game that's coming out like a week before e3 i'm trying to remember what that game was uh, a week before e3 the only yeah. game that
4: should matter to you before e3 is
3: dark
0: souls 3 well
2: there's odin spirit oh atelier sophie's
0: also going to be there in yeah. odin spirit yeah those are the those are some of the weird like early and,
2: and everyone the one that i'm looking forward to a lot grand kingdom is grand kingdom
0: that's right i got
2: that
4: oh i saw that it looked very um what's the word anime
0: it's well. I uh, people play uh, that have played it. I, I have really good. They're really to say great about, about, about it. it I yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. It's like really deep. Um, if you're really into strategy RPGs, it has really deep mechanics. I heard. Some.
4: I heard it sort of. It's it. it took. I, I don't want to like say it's the same thing. I heard it surprised many people in the same way Valkyria Chronicles did, supposedly. So. Oh, cool. That's that's All a right.
0: good good audience to share. So so
1: okay, here's the layout after E3. On uh, June 21, you have Grand Kingdom. June 24, you have Tokyo Mirage Sessions. And then both on the 28th, Zero Time Dilemma and Star Ocean 5.
0: Have <laughs> fun! Cool. And uh, so, and a couple of days after June 28th, we've also got something that is near and dear to Josh's heart: Super Robot Wars OG Moon Dwellers. That's, of course, only in Japan, but. Uh, that's big news for you Josh. Yeah,
1: it's 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 big news like for people who are uh, I- import SRW games uh, at this point because of the crazy release I might actually just hold out for an English version of that. Which uh, it ha- it has been confirmed for Asian territories. Yeah. But there's no release date on that yet, but oh, okay. uh, like uh, traditionally though, I I import SRW games. Ban- Banco so has just... been
4: real hardcore on Oh yeah. They've been
1: great oh, yeah, on yeah, localization.
0: that.
4: localization. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah.
1: At the end of April uh, this month, uh, they're gonna have the English version of Gundam Breaker 3 out in Asian territories as well. Uh, yeah. And they
4: already released uh, Gundam Extreme versus Force for the Vita. For so I. We know that we talked about that last time. I, I yeah.
5: Last time yeah. we
2: talked about this and how like Gundam was games is all pre- blend pre- together. That yeah. Actually, <laughs> uh, yeah, versus horses. Uh, you I, don't. I'm
1: not I'm, I'm, I'm not. I'm not going to like rag on it part here because I can go on and on about it. But at least they are at least releasing patches to that game to add more content to it from the uh, bare bones release. And
0: it's it's a it's a start.
1: It's, it's a start. Yeah, I, 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 I would hope that like at least it does well enough so if they ever actually you know make a console version of, like, the, the next big stream versus installment, then, you know, that gets localized over as well. And uh, yeah, that's, it, man it, it that's may a big well hope too. Here.
0: I mean, the, based on the fact that they're, like, announcing these localizations almost day and date with the Japanese side, like, Project Cross Zone 2 it was announced, like, the, before it was yeah. announced in Japan. Yeah. So We're it's, it's a good also getting God Eater.
2: Yeah, I thought it, it was wasn't like, wasn't Project X Zone two like it was announced at TGS, but then like they no, had was, like
0: it was leaked by like the European side at a, an event that was really uh, not related to TGS. Oh, it was like an investor thing. It was crazy. Yeah, but it was like
2: I I, I I might be totally wrong on this, but I thought it was like announced at TGS, but kind of like simultaneously announced at the same time. Yeah, it was, it was. near well, while, it, was before. it was before.
0: It was near, it, but it was before okay. a, a TGS when it was announced. That's that's how I remembered it. It was like a it was a press. Uh, event kind of thing, but yeah, bizarre. Yeah, and,
4: um, hey, what, whatever Bamco is doing, just keep doing the good work. Yeah, well, I'll keep,
0: keep it up. On. on that, they're, they're all, they
1: also announced an English version of uh, SD Gundam G Generation Genesis, and that's their SRW. I mean, uh, not SRW, uh, SRPG. <laughs> uh, that's, like, if
2: that's a more like a, the RPG style, right? Yeah, that's, that's a, my, a,
1: yeah.
2: my initial response to this is like, Jesus Christ, how many Gundam games are there?
3: You See oh, that every time we talk about yeah, Gundam. Yeah, I,
1: I know. You right. right? don't want to know, actually. Yeah, there's
0: a billion of them.
1: It's, it's, a, it's a long haul.
0: It's a long haul. So, now, so that's obviously we're dealing with a lot of localization announcements and some big new details, uh, but we also wanted to make sure to mention that Obsidian announced a new RPG as well uh, called Tyranny. Now, they uh, talked about it. I think it was... It was a GDC. It was a Paradox Interactive uh, conference that they had because they are they've been working together since Pillars of Eternity, and so this is a follow up to uh, that game, which seems to be using the very same engine. And yeah. so, yeah, it looks very similar to that. Um, they haven't really talked too much about that, except for kind of the, some of the basic story mechanics about that, where it's that you're in a world where the evil empire has already won, and now you're stuck in this despotic uh, world that is controlled Wait, did, by this. Did Ophel- you
1: play the bad guy? uh
0: i don't think the i, I think oh yeah you, you do you actually play a part of their the evil forces and so it's kind of yeah. a it's that's awesome uh, it reminds me of like i think it was like a long time ago like that lord of the rings was it two towers return of the king where they made such a big deal about actually playing the evil the bad guy and like they they said that that never really happens for some reason i keep remembering reminding myself about that game um but it's supposed to be uh completely nonlinear so you can I don't know if maybe you have the opportunity to work as um, the part of the bad guys' forces and always doing mean things, doing evil, uh, evil jobs, or you can kind of you know slowly work your way towards the good side and start to um, help people here and there until finally you're you know completely switch sides at the end of it all. But that's kind of what they're looking for: is the is a choice plays a big role in this game and so um it's going to be very cool to see what they've got here i've yet to play Peels of eternity but we do have a review up on the site uh darren seemed to really enjoyed it for people who enjoyed the kind of classic computer rpgs like baldur's gate and such obsidian of course kind of the makers of like uh the people that used to work on those games uh years and years ago um and so I'm excited to see what more about that game. All we've got so far is kind of a teaser trailer and some screenshots, but already the art looks amazing, just like it did in Pillars of Eternity. So excited to see more about that. I'm sure we'll see more about that at um, E3. You
1: just reminded me of that like uh, old uh, PS2 Lord of the Rings turn-based game. I forgot what it was called. No, oh, you're talking
0: about uh, Third Age. Third, yeah. That was actually better than people give it credit. Yeah,
2: I, that, was, that was the one that was basically wait isn't that the one that's like like final fantasy 10 pretty much yeah it's like only it's in lord of the rings
0: <laughs> yeah it, was, it and actually it was it was much better like i said the only problem i think it was like the the abundance of random encounters that's <laughs> about yeah. the you'd be running across a one field and just hit like 10 or 15 different battles in once it was kind of anyway. crazy like that um so that is it for the big announcements we've also got a media update just like with Tales of Berseria we've also got some new characters revealed for ease eight well not quite new characters uh dogie adam, adam what's the deal with that okay, 8? okay
2: so the, so they, they they revealed dogie which we knew was, about, was a matter of time before dogie would show up and i have to Maybe say didn't know, man i have to say that dogie is pretty hot
1: he's sexy as hell
0: in it he's a sexy beast we already knew that though but you know what's the worst part he's not, not... playable <laughs> like, oh, oh. i thought we were used to that that's what we were talking we were used to that right <laughs> no i'll never get used to it oh my gosh wait
4: is he really not playable
0: no he was only playable in one of the games right is that what the deal was right well, we got and a clone Setta. of him
4: in, in uh we got a clone of him in uh, memories of salsetta
0: we got a clone of him in, uh, in this game too pretty much yeah there's side. Yeah. It's, it's, so it's like this put them side an- side
2: anchor throwing guy yeah so yeah, they just revealed that there's Dogie, there's Captain Barbaros, who I don't remember if he's was mentioned in other games, but usually at all in a lot of these games is like on some sort of ship or pirate ship, and he, they usually ends up not very good for him, and he ends up crashed on some island. But yeah, so there's this Captain Barbaros guy who I guess was on that at ship. End of
1: East Five, Man, I Adol, think he was
4: the captain. I don't look so terrible in this game. I just, I don't know. Yeah, I, I thought he all looked right. great. I, I think look, he looked great in Memories of Celceta and like I,
2: other games. I a hundred, I a thousand percent disagree with you. He looked like a dork in Memories of Celceta. Yeah, he didn't look
3: good.
4: Well, okay. So the only reason I don't like about it is like they, it, it, there's way too much going on, like in the art. Like there's just way too much going on, like. like He's like he sexy. has all these like different colors and bandages and like. I'm gonna share I, I his like picture on
0: on the Skype chat. You can check out a sexy. Actually, it's funny because it doesn't blow up. It just shows a picture of his abs. That's all it does. <laughs> so that is accurate. That. <laughs> That's all you need to see, really. <laughs> so, you don't need to
4: I'm, I'm super excited for this game. I'm I'm yeah.
0: I'm ready. I think everyone's ready for that game. As, as again... someone
2: has, as someone who's played most of the E series, finally in the last year, I'm like all right, I'm pumped for this. And it's funny because once again
0: it's at the end of june right the beta version is coming out the end of june is that yeah, it is yeah, that it yep. yeah and yeah. then the ps4 we already mentioned last time it was delayed until 2017 so we'll see what that's supposed to be like i don't life. know if
1: anyone's like uh, up to par with the east lawyer but there's a, a little tiny like detail that the uh, when they were releasing this new batch of info they released some screenshots of uh adol on the lombardia passenger liner which is the ship and then, like, I guess they did some measurements about this ship, and it says has a total length of fifty metai. And I don't know if that's, like, the actual, like, unit measurement in the East world or not. If anyone remembers it from, like,
0: if they ever mentioned it. I don't remember. It's- uh, it's- I don't remember that. I do remember that they uh, mentioned also the special edition that's supposed to be coming out with that game, where it's, like, you get... I think you get like you, a soundtrack. You get like uh, the armor's DLC, like the silver armor, the classic Adolf from like the
2: yeah. Old you games. can you can dress him up as in his original.
1: Oh yeah, the silver yeah. Mm-hmm. armor. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I kind of just to see how that translates into that game engine. Yeah, what what
2: else was part of that special? Did? I, I'm probably blanking. Uh, that. I don't know. I, I don't soundtrack. pay t- I don't pay too much attention to Japanese special. A, a
1: mini soundtrack <laughs> CD, I think. I I don't know if it's just music or with the drama as well in it. Um,
2: yeah. So, but that's. Like they already revealed the
0: box art and things like that, so you can check that out. But that's it for news on this on this edition of the TetraCast. And so now that that's over with, I want to thank all my special guests for being here today. I want to thank Aaron, Adam, Josh, and Simon for being a part of this uh, special cast. Aaron, come back anytime. Simon, <laughs> I'd rather you not show up ever again. Um, <laughs> okay. <Whoa>. <laughs> It's okay. He'll show up anyway. <laughs> Damn it. Yeah, I invited so him too. I, chose I was the one who invited him. Uh, so, uh, yep. once again, you can check out all the news that we talked about today on RPGsite.net. We've also got reviews for Tom Clancy's The Division, XCOM Enemy Unknown Plus, which we talked about earlier. Uh, we also have one for from Liz for Return to Popular Croix, A Story of Seasons, Fairy Tale, uh, which is uh, kind of an action y, more action y Harvest Moon, kind of like. Rune Harvest or whatever, Rune Factory, kind of those games. But it's it's kind of, apparently it's got very simple mechanics that kind of hurt it a little bit. But other than that, thanks again, guys, for joining us. Uh, and once again, just to run through where you can catch us, you can find us on, as I said, rpgsite.net. Also on Twitter, at rpgsite, youtube.com slash rpgsitenet.com facebook.com slash which we've been posting more often lately uh with more of those birthday tweets people seem to love um we're also on itunes just search for tetracast you can find us there also i really want to uh emphasize joining us on discord it's a great place to meet a lot of awesome people that i was, um, I
1: was chatting with other people during that uh ff15 uncovered event uh, we were uh watching it together it was a great time Yeah, absolutely. And
0: we'll have to do more like voice uh, sessions with people. I think that would be uh, great to do voice chat. Uh, So you can find that at uh, the easy way to get that is tinyurl.com slash RPG site discord. So that's RPG site, D-I-S-C-O-R-D. Find us on there. Uh, We're very active on there. Some of the other people as well. Uh, We've got a very uh, loyal base there that you can enjoy being a part of the community with. And so... That's it for the latest edition of the TetraCast. Um, big slot, everybody. Thank you. Heaven's Fuel is an okay route, okay?
5: Hi! No, it wasn't.
2: Heaven's feel was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to cut
0: it up right there. All right. <laughs>